two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. And their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Impressive. Most impressive. A big thank you to an inferiority complex providing our theme song. It is Revenge of the Sith 2021. And my name is Zach Weber, but joining me today is Zenger, host of the non-competing podcast, Zang Wars. I, I don't even want to, oh God, I think I have to wash my mouth out now after saying that. Uh, <laughs> Zenger? Uh, I believe I'm supposed to be referred to as Grand Admiral. Admiral Zanger. No, you know what? You're, no, you're not. You're like, like, like Porkins, X-Wing pilot after you get competing podcasts mine now. It's a competing pod. It's a sub podcast within its <laughs> own existing podcast. Uh, I will not what, tolerate you this. You get to 250 episodes, and we'll see if you look so good. <laughs> okay, and we have our equivalent, our echo equivalent on this podcast, Joe. Hey, what's going on? Thanks. And we have a Canadian Star Wars collector who plans on doing something this episode that we kindly touched upon before we started recording, Chris Porteous. Happy to be here. I'm, I'm pretty jazzed up. I got some Mandalorian retro collection figures today. I got a, I got a Republic gunship like a month ago. Like, oh my God, it's crazy. I'm having the best time. Hey, I got a retro figure too the other day. I got Mando himself. They're pretty fun. I they fully are. endorse them. I have no clue where Ellie put it. <laughs> did, did you find uh, 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 Gina Carano? No, no I, I did not. Oh, no. go ahead. Neither of us did. <laughs> no, neither of us did. I mean, they had plenty of everybody else. Mm. Mm. Might be something uh, so you have to eBay. Before we carry on, I would like to, on the exact subject of that, I would like to state that I went to a Toys R Us today, which here in, in Ontario, you still have to... Um, telephone them from the outside and ask what they have because you can't go in yet and uh and uh the guys said well it looks like we got nine but i only see seven here i gotta go see i'm gonna go bother the other guys and see who hid the other two which are clearly the gina caranos <laughs> and but he he didn't follow through with his um his joking attempt at hassling the other store employees where they hid the gina caranos but toys r us employees be hiding gina caranos Jeez mm. Louise, Toys R Us people who don't exist in the United States anymore. Oh, they're coming back soon. Yeah, but not they're in the same way. Yeah, but, but not in the way that Chris has them. Yeah, we still got the real ones here. Oh. I miss me some Toys R Us. Yeah, Can't go inside them, though. Blind indifference. <laughs> what they should do is they should fit like a, a camera on every single one of the store employees like a, <laughs> like a cop and you can like see laughed, exactly what like he laughed about see. it like like he knew it was happening like all the time oh my god 
Oh, I, I can't wait for the like absolute disaster that is the uh, Clone Wars figures when they go up on target. Like, I know everybody's just going ballistic for those right now. Everyone's just, like, waiting. And, like, I even tried getting, like, the uh, sh- a clone shock trooper on Walmart today. And apparently that, like, went out of stock, like, within, like immediately in, like, three seconds. And I'm like, ah, I at least got my Luke and Leia lightsabers, so I am happy. Yeah, those clone, those Black Series Clone Wars went up on Toys R Us's site today, and I think only the one that looks like a pilot sold out. Wait, only the pilot sold out? I think so. At least last I checked. That's crazy. I figured I'd be the only one that wouldn't sell out. Either that, or they just like messed up how they posted it. Well, I figured Obi Wan. I figured like obviously uh, what Echo would go first because it's like an arc trooper then it would be like obi-wan anakin then it'd be like the pilot and like nobody knows yeah but it's a weird clone armor and also the uh much like how the uh old republic trooper won the vintage collection vote people do love their vaguely clone armor variants god damn right it did I told you, you know how I knew that was going to win because it's like an it's a, like a very very out there like eu figure like the expanded universe people went like like basically rallied the troops again. This was like another Ben, like what Ben Skywalker, like like they, like they had him win like the fans' choice. Poll it was Jane, Jane, like, Solo, no. Jane Solo, but and and also there's like nothing funnier than Jane Solo winning in like whatever it was, 2017 16, or 18. It, it was 16. It came out in 20. Oh yeah, that was great. No, yeah, what happened this, was no Jane Solo won the second year. What happened was. Because after how the like EU Legends people like basically got what they wanted the first time, they got like Revan, then they got Jaina, and they're like, okay, let's pick another character that conflicts with the sequel trilogy, and that's when like basically Yak Face, like all your different like Star Wars collecting sites, started to step in and started to like specifically remove those names and be like, we are not going to count these names. And everyone was like, why? Like, like, like Jaina Solo sold out. Like nobody understood why they were sitting there doing this. And the collecting sites just kind of stepped in and just became like arbitrary like, arbiters of like who, what was allowed to become like a vote. It's and because those guys, nuts. yeah, well, those guys are bought and sold, man. You can't trust those guys because they get these sweet packages from Hasbro. Like the one just went out. That was like, all of the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary figures, like the Black Series and Vintage Collection ones, all in one gigantic box to like all those guys who removed those Ben Ben Solo or Ben Skywalker names off that list. But like, you know what my, but like I know what you mean because like I've I've seen those like forever. But like those whatever we would call it, goodie bags, care packages are always like the lamest figures. Like it's the stuff that like you can find like walking into a Toys R Us or I, I guess for you Toys R Us me for a target like on a sunday afternoon like it's imperial hover tank pilot it's a like oh god dio like figure like like a 10 inch figure it's like the stuff that like just like basically big lots bound and it's like i just don't get how that's like oh it's worth like not being like a fan outlet so you can get like basically 80 dollars in figures that you weren't gonna buy to begin with because you already had them like well, I never I, understood selling your soul for that purpose. I mean, you like, uh, well, there's there's one guy. I think uh, the guy who does the Jedi business site. He's pretty vocally critical of Hasbro, and sometimes gets that stuff anyways. So like, maybe you're not shooting yourself in the foot when you complain about stuff. But um, well, for I the most, Yak, I know Yak Face got like I got blacklisted. 
Well, he got blacklisted because, like, anytime Walmart makes, like, the slightest mistake with their, like, inventory listing, he somehow exploits it to, like, tell everyone what figures it is. <laughs> I know. I love it. He was very, very salty last night about, like, pre-orders going live today. I loved it. But, yes, Chris and I could talk forever about the current state of action figure collecting in Star Wars. But that is not why we're here almost ten minutes later. We are here to talk about the batch of bad. And it basically, as we're recording this, we have just the inaugural episode, nothing else, no more, no less. And going around the room, I think we'll begin with Joe, because I think at this point, nobody really knows what Joe's opinions are on Star Wars beyond just Star Wars. Um, Joe, what is your history with the 2008 series? And with, after you have that explained, what do you think of the Ill Bunch? The Ill Bunch, well, 2008 series, I, I have I have caught a couple of them. Um, I've been watching more and more of them. But um, it's a lot better, I think, than the than the original one that came out. Blasphemy! Yes, yes. That's, that's a different show. <laughs> um, but the Bad Batch, Bad Batch, I, I sat down, you know, I, I didn't, I watched the trailer for it before I watched the episode. I was like, okay, this is going to look like it's kind of good, but... I kind of seen it somewhere and then I'm sitting there watching the episode and I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. This looks very familiar. And then I'm sitting there thinking about it and I'm going downstairs in my basement and I sit there and look at some of my old video games and I'm like, Whoa, look, Hey, look, it's Republic commando. I go, Ooh, (laughs) I go, it's kind of similar to that game. Instead of there only having four people, it has five. Like, ah, but be honest with you though it was it was a decent watch um it was something from the 2008 series you know it was i think it was what was it the season seven first episode the bad batch were in it so mm-hmm. it was it was nice that they show progression like that but um i think it's too new right now you're just getting started you know you're you're getting a little bit more of a insight into these characters Alrighty, Mr. Oh, I'm sorry, Grand Admiral Zenger. We have a special guest joining us, though, in mere seconds. I just want to point that out. And he's here. Oh, <gasps> <What>? no. <laughs> what? Oh, man. On your tape. Hey, guys, what's up? It's the man, the myth, the legend. Russ's soundboard is back. Yes. Somehow. Yay. <laughs> Somehow the sound. Are, are you guys doing the show yet? Yeah, yes, we are yeah. doing the show, which is perfect. This is a perfect. Oh, hello, thing. hey, <laughs> Russ Ryan, everybody. He's back. The owner and operator of the soundboard, which has made a very, very uh, God's been very aloof lately. I don't think we've heard that since sometime during the Mando discussions. Yeah, I haven't had it hooked up in so long, and we're getting all these serious debates about things. And hmm, what's what, what's really going on with Mandalorian? I forgot all about. The fun of the soundboard. And I don't know who else is here, but I just want to give you a good. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought I'd reach a point where I missed the soundboard. I remember, like, like back in the summer of 2019, I'd just be pulling my hair out, just being like, God, this thing is driving me nuts. Um, but I missed the soundboard. It's some form of, like, Stockholm syndrome, I imagine. But I, I well, find it endearing now. Eventually, we know that all the Wookiees are dead. Yeah, I was, uh, that's the thing. I didn't know you guys were actually already recording, of course. All these rookies are dead. Move to the east. 
Yes, sir. Right. That's the original. That's the classic right there. <laughs> you forgot that, Chris. It's that all these Wookiees are dead, and you have to figure out what direction you have to move to afterwards. Yeah. Wookiees always die in single file to hide their deaths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, you know what? Russ kind of just broke in. Russ, what did you think of the Bad Batch? I'll wait what on did the I... sidelines for a minute then. Yes. Okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. There were there was one thing in the beginning that kind of took me out a little bit. I don't know why. Did you guys talk about that pad one in the beginning yet at all? We haven't gotten just... there yet. We're okay. just doing our first impression. At first so. impression, I, I I enjoyed it. I got some of the characters were a little tiresome, but it was okay. It was all right. It was pretty good. All right, great Admiral Zanger. So I mean, big thing, big thing to release on on May the fourth. I mean, it, it was huge. Came out. I'm just interested to know more about this girl's story. I, I just I just can't wait to continue to read more of John Justice's The Rocket Queen, which was a huge thing to come out audiobook on May the 4th. Huge move by John Justice. Very excited oh to continue his adventure in space. Two decades have passed since the apocalyptic events on Earth, and they are returning to the happiest place on Earth, but it will turn into that character's worst nightmare. Oh, wait, we're talking about the Bad Batch? Oh, something else released on May the 4th that I should care about? Hmm. Um, it was okay. I mean, it. I, I don't want to say I called what happened, but it's kind of all their programmed emotions. And does not make you intelligent. <laughs> thank you. No, um, no, I mean, it, it was, it, it, I mean, it was whatever season we're on of, Clone Wars. This this isn't the Bad Batch. It's just the the Clone Wars continues because you know why not? Uh, well, they had to make that clear by burning the Clone Wars logo in the beginning and be like, "Look, they're here." Also, um, did did they redo a retcon that did they retcon a retcon that's already been retconned? You're being more specific. I was going to ask uh, about the, that. the Padawan because I thought. There's a comic explaining what happens. Yes, we'll get. Then we'll there's get a flashback to explaining what happens, and now we see what actually happened. Which yeah. one? Like what? It's basically the new form of how did Shakti die? That's it's the new. It's the Disney version of that. Now we have the same event like in three different ways, and it's like, like they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Cowboy Hat Man just has so much going on now. Continuity doesn't really matter anymore. I just can't wait. For it to just be told to us by wolves. That's going to be the next that, incarnation. It's going to be reenacted by wolves. That is the truest wolves. form of anything Cowboy Hatman does. If it is told to you by wolves, it is pure canon. That can It is etched in stone. Uh, overall, though, I'm, it, it was fine. Great. They're, they're, they're now fighting against the Empire. Cool. We got to this point as fast as possible. So, yay, another story where people can't be evil except for Crosshair. Because, you know... He didn't go. He didn't go away from his emotional programming. Good for him. <laughs> All righty, Chris. What did you think of the Wild Bunch? <laughs> I was, I was so pleasantly surprised by this. I was really like, you know, I, I, I was part of that crowd that was like very sort of off put by that second trailer, and um. <laughs> And uh, I, I was so glad to to see that I was kind of wrong. The kid didn't annoy me as much as I thought it would, and I'm yeah. and I'm happy to admit that I was wrong so far. <laughs> and you, you uh, keep forgetting to say yet yeah, they haven't yeah. annoyed you, yet. right? But 
the kid got a lot of screen time in this episode, this first episode, though. And I, it, it I liked how they were sort of, um, how like it just, it was just a clone that came out wrong, and they were kind of trying to, um, find 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 something for it to do in the facility which that's fine but generally i thought it was really good i was i was i was glued to it the whole way through and um i can find plenty of things that i really liked about it and i think the 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 most interesting telling thing about this is that this is a new theoretically in in massive air quotes a new series <laughs> that is um that is centered around characters that and these aren't even Disney era characters, the Bad Batch. Like theoretically, it's Lu- this core, this group of was Lucas's idea, but they, this, these episodes never got finished, right? So it's just fun to me that they're going ahead with a 16 episode season of something that was like part of an unfinished arc of the Clone Wars before they Disney bought the company. There's something very telling about their the the processes they undertake to make these decisions with that information and also it's just funny and cool that they're going ahead with it and i thought the first episode was great wow who who would have thought unlikely voice of reason chris porteous um yeah i i was i was kind of surprised by how much i enjoyed this like i really had no expectations walking in um, I remember last year when we talked about the Bad Batch like episodes. I was like, they're they're kind of so just like over the top. Like in like Zenger made the joke. We have Hulk, uh, Bad Batch. We have Smart Bad Batch. We have Rambo, Rambo Bad Batch. We have Nerd. Yes, of course. Now we have Clobot. I like Clobot's addition to the team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but no. Like as I was watching this, I was kind of like, I, I, not that I was surprised. Like when it first started, and we see like Freddie Prince Jr. voicing a child, and he's doing nothing to mask his voice whatsoever. And I'm just like, oh my god! And the whole time, like, I'm just like, wait, didn't they already show this? Like the whole thing that happened with like Caleb Doom, like in a comic, and like Zenger said, like there's like flashbacks of it. I think at one point, and I'm like, didn't they already show this? And I'm like, oh god, we're just going to insert the Bad Batch in here because like it's something like like nerds on the internet will recognize okay then, well there's one hold on there's one nerd it didn't because my one of my little gripes was that that jedi kid that had one sounded terrible it, right in the beginning i'm like why does he sound like a like a middle-aged man he's supposed to be 12 and I, it really threw me off i didn't put together <clears throat> that that's uh freddie prince yeah i, I just want to like i'm uh, i'm gonna let you finish but uh i just have to point out i i watched this with my girlfriend and the f- the first comment she made was why does that kid sound like a 50 year old man and i said because <laughs> it is it, a 50 year old man so much yeah no it's jarring it takes you out of it i wish someone could come to their senses about that or at least done it's some version of argument I, I I know, but whatever. You can have cowboy hat man. Maybe there were some wolves like on the audio mixing like soundboard or something, and they just like went nuts. Um, rough last year for Freddie Prince Jr. So happy <laughs> it's in the studio. Maybe did this from home. I don't know, but I'm glad that okay. It, it makes up for it a little bit. Yeah, but like no, like as I was watching this, I was in, like again, like Chris said, I was kind of I was fully engaged with it. No point. I was like, eh. Like, even Omega, I really liked her. Like, it's kind of obvious where they're going with that character. Um, once yeah, again, she's going to turn out to be Ray. <laughs> Wait, right? That's, <laughs> oh, that's who that is, right? <laughs> that was the all palpy clone. I mean, who, who knows? Uh, again, it's it's Ray's mother. That's Ray's mother, oh, okay. right? Oh, Ray's mom is now. So Ray's grandfather is going to be Django Fett. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and the emperor. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, oh hold on a second. It, 
if you're cloned from somebody, are you their father? That my brain hurts because is, is he both Ross, her father and her? Ross, fa- Ross, Ross, I want to get a clip for the soundboard of Chinatown where Faye Dunaway's like, she's my sister and my daughter, and just insert that every single time we have another like clone like conversation about parentage. Wait, can we even call these clones? I don't think anyone in Star Wars knows how cloning works anymore. I think everyone's just a clone at this point. I think it's kind of like back what like happened like back in the days everyone wanted Snoke to be somebody. It's ironic that Snoke turned out to be a clone at the same a, time. A, a messed up clone of Palpatine. Oh, hey, we're so bad at cloning. We clone this male Django fat guy into this blonde haired chick. Hold on, <laughs> the voice Hold tab, on. though. I Listen, couldn't believe how Kiwi. I was like, wow. Cross that bitch. <laughs> There's only five Me. of them. There's only five. That's a really high success rate, guys. Like, especially that's not with, a... yeah, especially with with all of the clones that they made for the Clone Wars. You know, how many did they make? Millions? A million more on the way. Yeah. I mean, these are so only you... five we saw. There's like batch they number said, negative they said ninety-nine. It's the only five. They said it's the only five explicitly. To wasn't Charlie. there? But wait, wasn't there? Okay, in the Clone Wars series, wasn't there one that was like kind of like the janitor? Remember yeah, him? but he died. He, yeah, but he died before he, this. I so know he's he not died, one of the five. <laughs> Is that how it works? If they died, they're not part of the the number tally. Well, you know, they were giving a, a current inventory to Tarkin. He was not part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sure they didn't say it's only fives, and they were just like, "That's the twist." <laughs> No, that's a deep cut reference. Um, but no, like I, I liked Omega. I thought she was cool. It's obvious no, that they're Omega. gonna make. Oh, is, is that how we're saying it? Omega well, I mean, beam. That's how she says it. Omega beam. Omega. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's obvious she's gonna be force sensitive at some point. Um, the first clone that's force sensitive. So there you go, Zenger. They made Star Killer, but she's a little kiwi blonde girl. Congratulations. Um, my rage. Oh, my rage. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think there's some a lot of fun stuff when it comes to like Star Wars and what's going to happen, like in the immediate aftermath of, of Order 66. Like I was saying, the whole fact that the Kaminoans seem to kind of have their own agenda regarding the Empire, just kind of like hanging them out to dry. Um, I love that. Like, kind of like we might actually get like the Clone Rebellion that they did back in Legends. Like, that would be great. Um, yeah, like everything about this, like, like I, I think it's great. Like so far, it seems very promising. I didn't know until this afternoon that it was going to be sixteen episodes. Yeah, I didn't and know until Chris said, said it just now. I thought it was going to be like eight. That's that's fine, Zanger, but we don't listen to you. I, obviously, also I got a follow up thing too. Um, so I, I love that little roundabout. Oh, since we're like weird variants, that's why we didn't follow Order sixty six. Also, since um. Since clone droid over there is like more machine than man, ha ha ha. Um, Flowbot. I'm trying to get that going. Yeah. He's clone Lobot. He's Lobot. <laughs> Clonebot. Clonebot over there uh, technically isn't one of us, so we never include him in anything. But we keep pointing out that he's a reg all the goddamn time. You know, we give him a complex about it. But I, is it just me, or did we all think that when Order sixty six happens? happened uh the bad batch straight up murderified whatever jedi they were near i mean that's what should have happened right right 
I think that's the loophole they need. They need them to be the not reg so they can actually have more clone heroes out of this because the timeline's caught up so much. And Zach, you had to be loving the uh, the giant palpy head <laughs> at all the clones, right? When he's declaring the Empire. That was pretty great. Oh, stuff like that is neat. Like, again, anytime we get some palpy, is is a lot of fun. Um, that was the movie... the straight, that's the straight audio from the film, right, Chris? Yep. I'm pretty sure, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I I can't attest to that though. But like, even in the opening, I can. Like, even good good for you. Um, even in the Clone Wars <laughs> opening, like we sit there get like Revenge of the Sith, but animated. And I'm like, I I should kind of hate this, but I'm digging it. I I, it. I even like that. Does it make you think that um, they are gonna uh, have Dar- the Darth Maul duel in the Obi Wan series? Like since they're since this is actually the third time we're seeing Order sixty six take place. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, like, there's a lot of people who say they're not going to show Obi-Wan kill Darth Maul on that series because it's they'd be redoing something that was already done. But this in this first episode, we got two examples of them showing something else that already happened from another perspective. Yeah. And how many times have we seen Shock T die? Exactly. We're going to see. Obi-Wan kill her in that series too. And again, I guess I guess Obi-Wan fighting Darth Maul is like farther off in the in the timeline than the series theorist supposedly takes place. So I guess that sort of spaces it away from that, but it 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 seems like a like a super like powerful way they could end that Obi-Wan mini series, but we really, all I'm fight know Vader how... again. Exactly. Okay, Zenger oh, loves no, the no, they have mouth. a redo of him fighting Vader. With I know, but that's so, but that's wrong on so many levels. I think I'm just trying to like rationalize how it might not happen that All way. Right, hear me out. Hear oh, me out. Oh, that's wrong on Darth so many Maul. levels. But replacing a Force Ghost with Hayden Christian face is perfectly fine. Are you like? I I don't even like. Okay, so Zenger right now is saying that Sebastian Shaw shouldn't have been replaced by. Hayden Christensen. I have so that like I could ask you so many questions about that right now because like you're the last person I would think would die on that hill. It's like who is Sebastian Shaw Anakin Skywalker anymore? He's just the old Vader when the helmet comes off. Like it doesn't make exactly. Sense it's the most. Else. It's it's the most powerful moment. It's the, fa- the fact that like it's redeemed like Vader. It's redeemed Anakin yeah, Skywalker. It's fine. He yeah. still has Hayden. his best scene. He still has his best scene in all his I know, dialogue. But, but Luke doesn't recognize him. And that's yeah, not, he's like, that's who the not... crap's that guy? Is this exactly. what the Jedi mean? Plus, it's the, plus, that's not the Anakin that found redemption. That's the Anakin that like went on a murder rampage of a bunch of kiddos. Like, no. Killed him. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, no, no. Replacing Sebastian Stan is still one of the most egregious things. And it's just, the, just there to stroke the fans. Well, you just like, call him Sebastian Stan, so you lose. I will crash an Imperial Star Destroyer into that hill. That's how hard I'm going to die on it. <laughs> I don't know. That that's a that's a gray area with me. That's I don't listen, like. I don't listen. like that they replaced the guy either. Let me it tell you. Let me, I can agree with you on that, but me and you've got beef that we need to take care of at some point. I'm going to squash some beef. We're going to okay, squash I'm, beef at some point. Let me tell you how much I love <laughs> Sebastian Shaw and his Skywalker. <laughs> right now. Right now, I'm like literally two feet away from me, and I'll send a picture later, and I'll post it in the Facebook group. I'm looking at my vintage carded Sebastian Shaw Anakin ghost figure in, inside a 
acrylic case inside a glass cabinet and the card art is a painting <laughs> a painting of old geezer sebastian shaw smiling back a at big me. goofy grin he looks yeah. like he looks like uh injured cold yeah exactly and i have i have a Good carded rock. vintage old geezer sebastian shaw who has no weapons he can't his hands can't even hold a gun and it's really really weird and uh, it's one of my favorite vintage carded figures. And I have the Tri-Logo, of course, because of the Power of the Force is $10,000, oh as everyone knows. But um, uh, I love that figure, and I also don't care that they replaced him with Hayden Christensen. And, oh, yeah? yeah well, I'm looking at three Porgs right now, pop <laughs> figures. One, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi in Stormtrooper armor. Thanks, Zach. My other one that I got from Russ is somewhere. It's on the desk at the moment, but it's somewhere in the office near me. And I still say they shouldn't have replaced Sebastian Shaw if we're just going to brag about what's around us right now. I'm just saying, I well, mine was a specific Sebastian Shaw figure, so I thought it was relevant because he was literally like two feet from me while we were talking. Well, about I can this. go get the Lego figure and take off the helmet and just stare at Lego Vader with the messed up face if you want that to happen. Oh my God! All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna, uh, accept defeat in the hopes of moving. <laughs> <laughs> well you hope wrong. You see, Grand Admiral Zenger always wins. He's able to outthink his opponent. Perhaps. <laughs> um, okay, bad batch though. But this, but okay. So even though Zenger is right in one degree, like when it comes to like some of the clones and their feelings, I have to admit though, like they, like okay, the regs, they them being very just like overly hostile. Like, I don't know if that's indicative of, like, Order 66 now going into effect. Or was it that, like, just, like, we remember, like, you guys remember it from, like, the Clone War series. That, like, the Red Shock Troopers were always the more, like, authoritative stormtrooper uh, Clone Troopers. Like, they were always kind of, like, like the Gestapo. That's the Coruscant Guard, right? The guys that, yeah. that Yoda and, and Obi take out? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that was the five. I think that was the five oh first from Revenge of oh, okay. This is like when like Ahsoka's on the run, like when she's being like accused of like the bombing. In, in the in the movie, I think they only show up uh, when Palpatine arrives on Mustafar at the end, right? Well, they're also in the Senate chamber, like with Masamita and Palps. They're like, like we we haven't found him, sir. Double your search. Um, there's yeah, there's that. But no, that, that's the thing though, is that like any like in the Clone Wars, anytime you saw the shock like troopers they were always like much more like again gestapo than anything else and that's why i i don't I, I don't know like i would love to see like other clone trooper factions that we've seen like we all know like for the most part they all like support order 66 even rex but no like i said i just i i think i i just don't know though like i think there's gonna be a lot of that especially now that apparently at the end of this episode they're going to like the planet where you had the clone that defected and like had the family with the tweed like woman. Apparently that's where they're going according to things that I was oh. reading. Cause they figure he's the one person that like would be off the grid and wouldn't really, I think about it. He's just kind of like in the middle of like farmland. And he gets like his brains just like murder all Jedi, murder all <laughs> Jedi. And his kids are like, what, what is daddy saying? I, I thought they had to hear like someone say order 66. I, 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 or what is it just something that goes out through like waves throughout space? I, I, that's the weird thing though, is that like, also, why are we letting all these clones reproduce? Why isn't the entire freaking galaxy just, um, oh, Kiwis? There's well, hundreds, Jankos, I mean, there's millions of these guys just wandering around. They're, they're Jankos fertile genes too. Are, 
gonna be like in every character, every even alien characters in the future. You can be like that. That probably is like how his grandfather was a clone, and everything is gonna be Jango'd. What, what you're saying is he's like the Genghis Khan of the Star Wars universe, or like no, well, literally. New Zealand actors, you know, that's a lot of good. Well, actually, it's just one role, so I guess it's not that great. <laughs> Oh jeez, but yeah. So like, like that's the thing. I I want like see where this show. I think this show has a lot of potential. Like this first episode was solid. Like I thought the Saw Gerrera stuff was kind of just like boilerplate. Just Saw Gerrera, just like 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 having that weird sort of just like just like located shade, just being like Empire evil. It's like like the, the guy. All he wants to do is just blow something up. He's like Hulk clone, but like just like a little bit more like deformed somehow. Like he looks more messed up. I'm like, like, well, how does he go from being like super messed up to like Forrest Whitaker? Like, like if you look back at like that first like Andoran arc from the Clone Wars, like he's a pretty like good looking character. Then like he's like deformed. Then like we see him again, like Jedi Fallen Order in Rebels, and he looks like Forrest Whitaker. It's like, like where was the deformed? Like where? How did he get this deformity? And how did he lose it? Like did he take some of that like? I don't know, stolen Imperial credits and go to like the Star Wars like rhinoplasty. It, it only takes being too close to one explosion, Zach. But he goes back to being normal. Like look Dark at him magic. in Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> Where's that in the soundboard, Russ? I know. Where I, is I, that I, character? Because he got retired so long ago, I think Rise of Skywalker came out already and passed. And, well, no, that's not true because there's some Mando stuff in here. Well, maybe we're all just so, I don't know. It was weird last year. We should have a contest, like like a fan, like a fan's choice contest, where you get to, like, get to pick one Star Wars quote that uh, Russ adds to the soundboard. Right. I could do that, sure. Oh god, that'd be fun. What would it, like Zanger, What would yours be? I, have, I don't know. What, what would yours be? Like when it comes to like favorite Star Wars quote. Can I just use I have spoken? So I just feel like that would be a good end to a lot of the arguments oh. on here. I know, Is but that's, that's a not cheap funny, way out. That's a cheap way out. I mean, Vader's what's pretty good. <laughs> All right, I'll stop with that one. <laughs> it needs to be arbitrary in very just random, fa- just a random Chewbacca sound. No, oh, my what do you God. mean the hyperdrive's not working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zenger, I want it noted we did not get Star Wars detours, and we did not get an announcement about it either. So once again, we have yeah. to like mothball that. That's well, not going to happen. They're too checked, embarrassed. Has anybody checked Disney Plus? Room <laughs> is so distracted with the fact that Doris has been sitting there for an entire day. I don't know. Like I don't know. I did see That's these weird, the, these really weird ASMR Star Wars things that they're trying to put on there, which like, oh, oh yeah. Whoa, wait, yeah. where on Disney Plus? Yeah. That's... You mean like the biomes and like the flyover stuff? Yeah, that that's the like you know that's uh, they can save it with that stuff as far as I'm concerned. But um, it's like it almost thought, like a VR should, enabled thing or something. No, it's just a video. No? It's just a video. Yeah, oh, a like short video. Force Awakens from its nap. Hmm, oh, that, that was all. That was awful. Like don't like seriously. That I watched Simpson that. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it would it. be bad and didn't watch it. It's it might be like it's literally just like oh god it's like Simpsons equivalent to caval what was that thing that Seth MacFarlane did like a decade ago like cavalcade of comedy yeah. it's like that it's like Simpsons and Star Wars it's it's horrible 
Yeah, there's really nothing clever about it. Like, there's this weird sort of like Ayn Rand joke in the first like second of it. And I'm like, like what? I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, why is this here? Um, so yeah, Simpsons writers had to get on board, you know, doing it. So we were at gunpoint. Like Mickey's once again has the gun to their heads. Like, do a do a Star Wars story, ha! Huh? It's like, oh god, yeah, it's it's not very good. Like, it's 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 horrible. And Maggie is Ray, right? Is it just a, a short, you know, thirty no. minute thing? Okay. No, 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 no. It, it, it's like three minutes long, and it's just like, okay, I'll give you the thing. It's like Marge like drops like Maggie off at Star Wars daycare. She loses her uh, pacifier. BB-8 like finds it, and then she has like a lightsaber duel with the like monobrow baby, and that's how it ends. That's oh. her rival. Um, okay, so according to, um, if you type in in Google, Star Wars Detours, one of the first things is, will Star Wars Detours ever be released? Most yeah, popular that's, that's answer. That's just your popular search. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, it is likely that Star Wars Detours is planned to, as a surprise release on May the 4th, 2021. It is May the 5th, and I would hate to say... Um, inside the magic.net, you are wrong. Call I know that. that website. I know that website. Chris, do you know that website? Yeah, they do get they do get one or two things right about the parks. Yeah, this but, uh, long. yeah. I'm not surprised because you know, they might be they might get asked a question about a particular joke or two that's in that series, and then just the prospect of that alone is enough to not deal with it. I'm telling you, they're just going to throw it in out of nowhere. Yeah, May the 4th, it'll, be, it'll generate too many headlines. They're just going to like put it in on an off day. They don't day. want to distract from the Bad Batch. No, they don't exactly. want to put a lot of attention to it. This is what you're not seeing. They want to sneak this in in the dead of night when no one's looking. I don't think they... I don't think... If, right. Even if they do, there's probably some stuff in there that, that might be... I, I hate the stupid word, but saying like problematic or something. We, this was made in when? 2013? 14? It was supposed to be released in like 2013. It was made um, like in the late 2000s. There might like be a little cleanup they need to do on a few things, like as as things have changed over the last few years. I can imagine if if you know if knowing the people uh, involved. It was announced mid 2021. I mean, yeah, tw- uh, 2012. There we go. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Words and years are hard. Well, it's it's interesting that like once again I'm going to try after Maximo made fun of us for the last episode where it's like like 85 percent of the episode was the state of Star Wars and like 15 percent was like the Bad Batch. As if you we remember, to not talk about hey, the Bad Batch. Hey, 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 I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. If you remember, like, if you did, anybody watch those animatics of the Bad Batch like before, like back like in the mid 2010s? Did anybody ever watch those? I saw just the ever- first. One, the first the episode that was like the first of the four Bad Batch episodes. I remember seeing that. Well, uh, I watched that wait. and there was there was a what? Zach, did you ever tell me to watch those for a reason no, for no, the show? No. Okay, no. yeah, I never watched it then. That's fine. But there was a joke in those animatics where like their gunship, like they had like their own gunship and like it pulls up and it has like, oh god, like World War II, like Art Deco stylized version of like Padme. And in like Anakin deceased, and he's like, What is this? And Record turns around, and it's like, Yeah, that's Senator Amadala. She can legislate <laughs> my bill any day. <laughs> and and like Anakin turns around the Rex, like Rex. That goes gets off the moment we come back. And then like when it premiered last year, everyone's like, what happened to the joke? And like Cowboy Hat Man's like, yeah, like we realized we didn't want to detract from Padme because she's not in here. And we really felt that wasn't appropriate considering her importance as a character now. I'm like, oh, God. 
I'm we like, want to look. We don't really want to emphasize how amazingly hot Natalie Portman was in <laughs> at least one of those movies. Now, so I, I remember, I remember uh, hearing that that was taken out and, and replaced with uh, the scene where Anakin calls her on the the space telephone. Replaced that, right? Um, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the draw the the drawing on the ship is still there, but it's turned into one of those things that you have to like pause and zoom in to notice. <laughs> Yeah, you have to know. You have to know it. what it is you're looking for, <laughs> right? Like the like the guy who like exposed himself in Teen Wolf. On Precisely. It. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I, again, bad. Okay, we're gonna try to keep this on bad batch, folks. Like I don't want to be held responsible for any of this. I'm trying. I tried last oh, week and failed. Hey, I tried last. I I. You know what? I tried last week. Think about that. I know that's bad when Zanger tries and we fail. Listen, we've um, already t- we've already talked about the Bad Batch way more than we talked about the supposed subject of the previous episode. Alleged. <laughs> Alleged. Okay. I like the okay, bring up to Bad Batch. I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh I, I thought Thank the you, droid Russ. was okay, but super annoying. And I was actually glad he got shot. <laughs> Whoa, droid hate real quick. I don't know. It's I like, came off. I, t- I thought that, you know, I got so scolded so, last time about droid talks. So I said shot because you can't kill droids. I mean, come on. You you realize that he was in the uh, Lost Mission season. He was the one that helped uh, the clone that tried to uncover the uh, conspiracy about the uh, inhibitor chips. That was the same looked, droid. OK, well, he looked a little familiar and yeah. he gets shot because he tried. Yeah, he see, does. See, a man tries to manhandle a woman and he tries to intervene, he gets shot because of it. See, that's a perfect example of you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, I had a couple of weird moments with it. There was another, when when the uh, the Bad Batch returns and they're, they're those clones that are holding that gurney with the body on it, I got actually upset thinking that that was Lama Sue for some reason, that they had killed some of the Kaminoans. But then when the lightsaber fell out, I was like, oh, oh it's just a Jedi, never mind. Phew, Lama oh, wait. <laughs> I, you, I, I guys, legitimately felt that. You guys didn't know that was Shock T, right? Yeah. Do you? Uh, is that, that Shock T? Shock T troopers from now on because they took out Shock T. Do you know that Shock T? I mean, that? I was thinking about that, but I'm not sure because she was there. If you remember, she was stationed on Camino during the whole like in- inhibitor like crisis thing. Well, sure. Let's go with pain and death to give her then. Give her the at least the one where she falls in a sarlacc or something. No, she's too sexy in that one. You can't have that. It's not allowed. Yeah. Um. The, you know they made a like Take statue under of the that. Curtain. It's pretty great. That would. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and also, wait. This medical droid though. Like, is he? Is he sort of based on uh the like Polis Massa yeah. episode three medical droids? And what connection? is there between like Camino and those like those droids like I thought they were like a totally separate thing right like is that type of droid ever shown on Camino prior to that you mean like in like attack of the clones no I mean and when uh, when the twins are being born there's some droids that kind of look like that right uh yeah. yeah I but like I think it's the same like in like what you have the medical droids in um Oh, God, the medical droid and empire. I think it's just right. That. So it's just a general thing. I well, it seems like everything else on Camino is sort of like their own hardware. So I just thought that was kind of weird. Hmm. Hmm. You don't see R two units it, on Camino. 
And speaking well, of those drawings, you know you want that ooh bah on the soundboard. I think that's the that that's was the that's one. a different one. You know, that's a, that one looks really funny, but, but a little bit different. I'm talking about this one just like is the one that's utters the hilarious line that she's losing the word to will to live. That's the one. Yeah, yeah the other one's a cronton B or whatever, a crouton B. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <clears throat> this is Bad like, Batch talk. We're talking about that floating droid. I I know, but I know, he was. I like I I liked him in the Lost missions. I was kind of like they just stunned him, so they didn't really die unless they short circuited him. But no, I thought I guess it, I thought that was neat. Him and Omega like go into like their like what their their bunks or their barracks. Okay. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yes, their man cave. I'm surprised there was no Easter eggs in there. Like, I was surprised there wasn't, like, something in there. Like, like really, you look around, and um, the only thing that's in there that clearly is going to be a merchandising opportunity is Wrecker's, like, little stuffed plushie. Like, I know, like, in a matter of, like, three weeks, that's going to be available at uh, Galaxy's Edge for a low, low price of $59.99. I was getting a little worried when they started looking at the iPad that was underneath one of their beds. Was that a was that a digital picture frame or something? It was like, it looked like the logo of the show was on it, right? It was like a picture of them well, on it, it it is it kind of weird. Like this is something they did in uh in season seven in the I think it's in the first episode with Rex. Maybe uh, there's a part where he looks at a picture of his crew and it w- where it shows uh Echo and uh it's like it's definitely a drawing. It's not like a like it's not like a photo. So it's like what are they like in like if, if we're looking at this literally, is he looking at an artist's rendering of his crew or is it a photo boardwalk together or yeah, something? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like what are we looking at here? It's kind of like when you see Thrawn with Ralph McQuarrie paintings. It's like if I like some part of my annoying brain wants to like canonically rationalize what he's looking at, like hold on, is this a photo or not? And the same thing happens in this episode where you see the Bad Batch crew on that uh, data pad. I can confirm that, yes, in the Bad Batch episode of Clone Wars, right? I mean, um, yeah, Rex is looking at some kind of possible photo or artwork of him and his fellow. But which Rex. is it? But is it a photo I don't know, or artwork? Or did he draw it from memory? What's going on? He probably traced it. These clones aren't that talented. They don't put art in, in inhibitors in them or anything. Well, maybe they do. Oh my God! Do I mean, we get the hard questions? To figure out how to, how to beat them if they don't have artwork. These are the questions we need to be talking about, guys. <laughs> like it's very important stuff. Yeah, oh well, can God. clones make memes? They're probably not very good. They're probably not very creative. They're not, you know, conditioned. They're, to they're do clone that. memes, right? But like, they're you know, clone imagine. Humor. But imagine if in episode three, Commander Cody looked at an iPad with his friends on it and it was like clearly a drawing. Like, that would be weird. <laughs> that would be very strange. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, my God. That's that's just goofy. But uh, it, it was kind of goofy when you think about cl- what what was that thing then, Zach? I mean, it looked like the same kind of, you know, iPad that that Anakin had. But, yeah, was that the screensaver or was it a picture frame? It was confusing. I, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was the same thing that Chewbacca's father watches music videos on. (laughs) You mean mean the the thing for your hair that dries it? Exactly. I mean, they do have data pads and stuff because they talk about them constantly in the Thrawn books. So... That thing holds a pretty good charge, though, if it's underneath the bed for X amount of years and still could show a picture like that. Yeah, quality future past technology. It could be burning. We burn never it. see batteries. 
Batteries don't exist. It could be turned off, but it burned the picture into the pad. Like if you keep your TV on too long. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. They've got a little tiny power droid that goes around like a Roomba. A gonk. A gonk. Little little gonk. Gonk. Is that what a gonk droid is? Is it just a portable charging station that you have to yes. chase down, beat if up, and then plug it to? I, I mean, the the original figure is called a power droid, so like supposedly, the there was some notion that it was just a giant walking battery that you can plug into. Neat, isn't oh, it? Also, I guess I better point out now. Yes, I do realize that the droids and stuff do need to charge. So yes, batteries, I guess, do exist. In the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, on Dagobah, if you, like, for all of you people who've never seen Empire Strikes Back, like, Luke deliberately and talks about plugs R2 into a battery. And, like, you see him plug it in, you know. And then C-3PO, I think, at some point says... Charges him with the Force. (laughs) I I don't even know where to be in with this. Um, Okay. Uh, You guys get me off topic. You ready Um, for some power? That's what he says. Oh Stop. Gonk, gonk. Gonk, so, gonk. So I, I'm trying to understand. Um, oh, God, why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Wrecker? Um, no. Rambo. Smasher. Yes, yeah, so let's, let's name all of them. Admiral Tarkin, not. Um, governor. Grant. Yeah, yeah. Well, Admiral, Governor, it's <laughs> apparently interchangeably the same thing. So. What's his whole plan? It's like, let me send them on a mission, send something to spy on them, and then make sure that, you know, when they fail, I can be like, haha, I got them in their lie. I don't know. Very confused about his motives. He was just a test, though, right? No, he wanted wanted to see it. He could use it against the clones if they didn't do it, but they would eliminate the rebellion if they did do it. So it was a win win. He's going to get what he wants either way. I mean, well, no, it's just he's like, why did he say, I mean, he wants I, I to get, stop you. He wants to stop using clones. So he sends clones that are actually capable of deviating from orders on a mission where they will probably do so so that he can come back with some findings that say we should get rid of these clones. It'll be gone. The clone wars have. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that one part saw Guerrero is like, this isn't a clone war anymore. It's a galactic civil war. He looks directly into the camera and puts the sunglasses on. You hear the Who song start playing, and I'm just and like, then the credits oh, roll. Exactly. I'm so su- I'm surprised he didn't say what's the like. Saw Guerrero blew up on the way back to his <laughs> But isn't isn't there like a isn't there like a worse new term for that era? Like it used to be called when you know when everything was um when everything was awesome. It used to be called the Galactic Civil War. But like there's like a new canon terminology for that period. I was surprised he didn't say that. It's like it's Age like, of Rebellion. There it is. Way worse than Galactic Civil War. But well, never mind no, that. it was the Galactic Civil War while the Empire was in charge. But once the New Republic became, it was the Age of Rebellion. It's what? not called the Galactic Civil War. Oh, anymore. I'm so confused. It's Age of Republic. Okay, I know they changed it again. Like they had, basically, they had. I know it's not that anymore either. It was Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance. And that Age is, of Bad Batch. Yes, that's what we're in now. We're in the age of the Bad Batch. That's exactly what it's called. Because what happened was they started giving these things all new classifications and kind of did like the High Republic thing where everyone just went like, nah, we're not really going to call it that. 
And then, like, it basically just went back to what it was. So I don't know where they are right now. Well, they did really try and get away from ABY and BBY for a while. And uh, I think that's been given up on, too, because I think I saw I'm pretty sure I saw a canon reference to, like, uh, before the Battle of Yavin recently. And, I mean, they really wanted us to to replace the Battle of Yavin with the Starkiller base incident. Like, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I remember that. And it's yeah, like, it? you've been pushing this on us for like 20 or 30 years that this is how you tell time. That's the one thing. If you just keep that one thing, it makes the, everything else a lot easier. Yeah, good old Disney. Good old Disney. Uh, but anyway, though, looking into this, apparently that dead jetty that we see when the Bad Batch come back to Camino is not Shock T. Because if you remember from season seven of the Clone Wars, Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan are talking about how Shakti is trying to protect the Chancellor during the attack on the Coruscant. Which technically makes Clone Wars canon again. It's weird. Clone Wars is canon and it's not canon. Because we've gone through this like a hundred times at this point. There's gonna be an and episode. there's like an episode idea of us fully discussing it and me just raging at somebody because I'm going to squash beef. Yes. But, like, that's the thing, though, is that, like, you have all these weird little hints to it. Like, I know there's even in the one book, Rogue One Catalyst, where like, they talk about the Battle of Hypori being, like, a huge loss for the Republic. It's, it's, and it's, Dooku Jedi Lost has a big reference to it, too. What? What's the, I never read Fall, uh, Jedi the, Fallen Lost. Dooku Jedi Lost references the uh, gladiatorial arena that Dooku finds Asajj Ventress in and covers some of the stuff that happens quite literally. So that makes oh. that canon, too, then. That's so a great con- scene. So once again, we're going to kind of just like back our way into making Clone Wars canon. Yeah, they actually in season seven didn't leave to go to. They actually left to go to that other planet, then go to say, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to make the, that that whole thing work. Was it's it the third? Was it the Lucas third canon decanonized it though, or was it Disney? Because I thought Lucas had decanonized it before he, he bought it. He did. He, he, he did. did because of the because of the because of the, of because of Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Okay, listen. I, I was there. I was at the panel. I cried. Yeah. Okay. I, listen. We let you don't don't dwell too much on that because um, Lucas, uh, like when Lucas, you got to realize what you're really talking about when Lucas. I don't think Lucas even really himself and like fully to spent the time to take in the idea of canon and not canon. Cause like when d- during the EU era, there was such a thing as like G canon, which was like just anything Lucas said was the actual canon. There's so he did weird stuff like, uh, like, like, I don't think he really internalized it in that way. He's just like the guys who do the books and the games can do their own thing. But I'm I'm not in charge of that. It's a business. So I don't think he looked at it that way. And also, like, you have this, like, he's, you know, here's a best indicator that he was never looking at it that way. It's like he participated in a, in a live stream to some, to some uh, elementary or high school kids, like, during but coronavirus lockdown. Yeah, Who's this you guys- old man? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's so his wife is doing this live stream like cuz she's like a very successful business person. She's talking to these kids and Lucas is just standing there awkwardly off to the side. And at one part these kids know nothing about Star Wars and couldn't care less. And like at one part he does like this massive ramble about like Anakin's life choices. <laughs> and he Where's and he even chin? Listen, he's he even weird. mentions like he's t- he's talking to a group of 12-year-olds in Harlem and he mentions the wills. <laughs> He mentions the, the wills. wills like there's any chance in hell these kids know what the wills is. 
So like that just tells you like how he thinks about these things. So when he decanonized Clone Wars, they probably had no yeah. idea what was going. Oh my god! <laughs> he mentioned the will to twelve-year-olds currently. It's amazing, but uh, but uh, so like we need Lucas back. I miss this. I miss this. Just kind of like there's a di- like there's a difference between like blind indifference and like malignant indifference, and that's where we that's where we are now. The latter. Disney well, I'm just pointing out that yeah, like we've reached the point where he really doesn't know what's going on anymore. So like f- for better or worse, he's no longer in charge. But I love him talking about the wills to twelve year olds. That's brilliant, and you can find that clip on YouTube. He's talking to a school in harlem but anyways my point is that like i don't think he was that different 10 or 15 years ago i don't think he's looking at it like i don't like when he's when he said the new series is sort of superseding that it just means that he wasn't gonna bend any of their planned storytelling for this new series to to fit that but but he in a way it didn't so much of that series for the 2008 right but in a way it didn't contradict they didn't really contradict each other too like super explicitly grievous Grievous. Right, but that's it, it but the reason Dirge. the Dirge. reason Dirge. Well Dirge Dirge Everyone is, called you for armor. Dirge dies in the, the greatest in, look too. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm just saying like Grievous the reason Grievous coughs in the early episodes of the two thousand eight series is not because Tartakovsky Clone Wars was decanonized. It's so that children realize it's the same character that's in episode three. That's what I'm trying to say. What? <laughs> can we have that clip add to the soundboard ross and zenger just being like 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 baffled baffled when you ed- when you don't edit this just cut that little part out send it to me i'll put it right up <laughs> that was great zenger just like being like i like, just like that was like i never heard such profound genuine like just befuddlement <laughs> Well, the thing is, you put it as a you say it's decanonized, but then next thing you know, what they could do is always go back and cherry pick whatever they want from it, which is what they've been doing, and that's exactly what they've been doing. They're picking over this like freaking George Lucas ordering Chinese food. No, it's it's more like George Lucas ordering rotisserie chicken. No, no, he's picking over it like it. And Disney has the carcass, and they still find some meat on the bone. And they're trying to make themselves a sandwich. You see, Lucas never turned it around up the underside. There was a little bit under there. <laughs> no, it was a lot. he left a lot. Exactly. This is gross. <laughs> oh god, what a horrible image! Like, I'm not sure which is worse: the idea of like, like Lucas know, like George eating Lucas rotisserie eating chicken. All? George Lucas eating a rotisserie chicken, just picking at it. Like, his, like with the greasy fingers and then like the carcass sitting out like in the sun for like half a decade. Disney's just like, ooh, like, like a whole. Disney found us in his in his ranch's garbage about 16 years ago, and Disney. then they go through, they go through his beard and they find some more chicken. And they're like, well, wait, George, you didn't get this. I thought he still had it. He was like, a Disney, nice little morsel. I'd like to be alone and say goodbye to the chicken. And they're like, you're gonna eat it, aren't you? And he's like, no, <laughs> yes. My chicken. I bought it. I bought it at BJ's for five dollars. It's mine. <laughs> I was going to say bar at Costco for $5. Well, I was waiting for Zinger. Where's that place you love your sandwiches from? Because uh, it's a place I don't have here. What was, oh. That was an old reference. Publix. Oh, Publix sandwiches? Publix. Yeah, I actually That's had a, one For a public rotisserie he's got. Because it, it's ours too, damn it. I was about to say I had one recently. It was, um, I think it was a chicken bacon ranch. Oh, man, it was delicious, whatever it was. I need a pub sub. 
So what we need to do is find a picture of a rotisserie <laughs> chicken and put I'm the 2005 sweaty. Clone Wars on it. And then just have Mickey Mouse just take it. Oh, I thought I thought at the sign was gonna say like bad batch, like ten percent off or something. <laughs> that's a half-eaten chicken. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's what or the bad batch chicken. is. I you make it so weird. Like it's like usually Zenger batch and Russ are the is ones. The name def- of this. It's so weird. <laughs> oh my god, Zenger and Russ are usually the ones defending stuff, and Chris and I are the ones just being cynical and jaded about it. Yeah, it seems like uh, like the tables have turned. Hey, so I like, got all my love out with Mando. I still like this, but, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a I mean, mouth has to turn the other way sometimes, too. I, I like it, too, but, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen within five minutes of the thing starting. It's like, oh, they're not going to like Order 66. Oh, they're going to turn. Like, I'm like, it could have taken, like, half a season for them to, like, you know, maybe do a few missions and then be like, hmm, this Empire might not be good. It took not even one mission. It's so like, hmm, this Empire's bad. Zanger, Except for Crosshairs, who is the dedicated, soulless, emotionless trooper that we all need. Except for the emotion of killing. I wanted to say. He loves that talk, emotion. It was talked about, Chris, I know you had mentioned it being on like a Black Series figure. Like, oh, people knew that Crosshairs was going to be bad. It, it, it wasn't much of a spoiler because it's in like the first five minutes. You're like, yeah, this Trying dude is not going to like, all right, we've already established this like, immediately. He's like, oh, I'm going to go kill. I'm going to kill Freddie Prince Jr. You're like, you know, Fred's going. Well, come on. Come on. If any of us had the ability to kill Freddie Prince Jr., you're like, come on. Like, I'm going to go. If, if, mo- if the former chancellor, current monster mash is telling you in a shady hologram, a murder Freddie Prince Jr. Excuse me. If he's telling you that, like, are you really going to contradict him unless you're like Rambo clone trooper? I mean, that, you, you should kill him on the premise of that is a really, really husky voice kid. I think I need to kill him. <laughs> he's not right here. He's possessed. I think I'm being yeah. tricked. I think I'm so, he is a she and she's a shapeshifter. I'm so, exactly. I'm so, okay, I'm so glad you brought up that point, though, because it's like, you know, uh, something, something in me, I just can't help but when I see something that's sort of logically inconsistent or not consistent with how things would play out in our reality with these characters, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. And on, on some level, I do understand that theoretically this is a children's cartoon. But, but uh, you know, when I see um, like the whole um, the whole breakdown of the command structure, how the Bad Batch is like and especially Hunter is so quick to disregard these direct orders. That's the kind of stuff that seems a little bit weird to me. And I guess it's, it's they're, they're playing and like they're playing with the fact that they don't have the chip or it's not functioning in them. I'm not sure which it is. Cause the, the sniper guy uh, did have the chip. So I guess they all do. Well, the sniper right. guy, the thing I found disappointing by a crosshair was that like it wasn't like he turned because he wanted to. He was still loyal to his squad. Is that like, oh, his chip just works slightly more than the others. We'll just do like a Frankenstein on him and like electrocute his brain, and he's gonna become like very, very aggressive. Yeah, they're so like, he, dial he, that chip up to eleven, please. <laughs> like, and that, so, so like, but like you know what's gonna happen at some point in this, either the first season or throughout the series. They're going to do what, like, basically, like, Ahsoka does with Rex, and they're going to, like, pull it out, and he'll be like, what happened? Like, you know that's going to happen. Like, Well, that that's will what be- I'm saying, though. With the other guys, though, like, so they have it, but something about their mutation means that it doesn't work. Is that what we're supposed to think about it's that? They have more free will. They have more free will. 
that's the thing about all the bad batch like their inhibitor chip is like they all have it but like their free will for the most part ignores those sort of orders where for some reason crosshairs is just a little bit on the fritz it it, it, it enabled him to turn in his superior officer too because did anyone catch that like apparently he wrote a report basically saying yeah we didn't kill the, the padawan <laughs> i sorry I didn't get to murder the Padawan, that husky voice Padawan with my gun, so thereby he's not dead. See, they could have done a Peter Brady. Like, they could have had his, like, voice cracking a little. Oh, they're coming for me. But he didn't. He oh, just straight geez. up, I'm a man here. Hold on, boys. Use clothes, stand down. Like, oh, I love this kid. <laughs> you like that, don't you, Zanger? <laughs> Yeah. Can I can I skip the entire episode redone by Russ, please? <laughs> I just wanted to Freddie Prince Jr. and reprising his role. No, <laughs> that's the oh. thing is that they have to stop with they have to stop with trying to connect the dots, and that's, that's the thing is they're trying happen. to connect it. They're trying to connect it to Rebels. They're trying to connect it to the Clone Wars. They're trying to connect it to everything else. It's like okay, the stuff in between you have to have it. In the first episode, you have to have it linked to Rebels because that's something that we want to showcase there. It's still on the streaming service, and then next thing you know, oh well, you know, you gotta, we're we're gonna do this next. It's it's what thing it's what they do. You think it's, we'll see plus, an Urso emerge in this and emerging Urso? Uh, I would say you would. I say I would say you would because it's Saw Gerrera is in the show. Yeah. Urso is going to be in the show, and then you're going to see. Uh, what if the Bad Batch got Galen out in the first place, or something? They could. There's things like that that I could see yeah, them doing. Th- because they they have they have they have an endpoint. You know, it's it's the story has already been written. They know where it's going to be going. You know, it's just like Rogue One. There was a couple times I was talking to some people about Rogue One. They're like, "Oh, I'm so sad that these characters all died." I was like, "Dude, it's like Titanic in Star Wars. The ship sinks." You know, yeah, we got we got tons of different actors we can plug in. I, I was going to say, what if we see that like Diego Luna's character or, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Rissi and and Andor. What if he well, is one of those kids that saw that, and, you know, yeah, he was with you will definitely see Cassian Endor in this because he's going to have his own streaming show. So it's going to be something that's going to launch into his live action show because they're going to have that. Well, so if they can, grandma, grandma Tarkin's gonna go. I'd like a new kind of droid called a K two. Yes. So, well, you know, <laughs> if they can find room for a complete non-character Fennec Shand, then they should be able to find room for Cassian Andor. But that's the thing. I, again, that goes back to what Joe was saying. Like Fennec, Fennec being here is clearly, obviously, tying it into the Mandalorian. And it's just like again, you're gonna have a bunch of stuff in here, especially with Rex. Like we know Rex is gonna be in the show. I, again, I don't mind them. Like Anakin. No, no, I, I, I want to see like like a va- a very early Vader just still trying to figure out how like you the see, sea works, don't how, work, how to master. walk. He's falling over all the time. <laughs> He's just tripping over himself. No, I'd because like to they, be taller. They keep saying that the guy that does Anakin's voice is reprising his role. So I'm like, but how? No, is it uh, going to be Vader Lan- without no, his helmet no. on, just yelling at people? Well, it's Matt Lanter, you mean? Yeah, that the guy person. who did An- the guy who voiced Anakin. Yeah, he's supposed to be back to voice Anakin again. So I'm like, how's that going to work? Is it a he's flashback? Are we getting a flashback and a flashback? Impersonation since day one of being signed as Anakin, you know. And he's like, I know this old guy's going one day. I can just do this forever. <laughs> I called it. I'm already Anakin, okay? It would make sense. I, 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 but like, okay. 
I don't I don't exactly agree with Joe's thing that like this show has like a finite end. Because think about it, the finite end is the beginning of Rogue One. Like like the Bad Batch are basically again, as we can see, they're gonna be the eight Star Wars eighteen. And I think there's Solving a lot the of room to play with problems. Well, that's the thing, though. I think there's a lot of room in there for, like, little, like, one-off stories and occasionally, like, sprinkling, uh, sprinkling the Empire in. Like, I even saw – I oh. forget who – wait, hold on a sec. They had one person – I was watching some YouTube video today who said, like, it seems like Crosshair with his new outfit might be, like, the prototype for, like, a Death Trooper. Considering that, like, if you go back to, like, the Visual Dictionary for Rogue One, it talks about, like, how, like, the Death Troopers were, like, augmented, like, elite Stormtroopers – it would oh, make sense that, like, oh, based on the black armor, like, all of this. And, like, they the did angular the design and stuff that he has. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he could be the prototype, like, Death Trooper. Um, like, again, there's things like that. Like, again, I don't mind when Star Wars connects the dots. I just hate when it hits me over the head with connecting the dots. Like I said, like, the Freddie Prince Jr. thing was just like, oh, my God. Like, I have no problem with him being there. I have no problem with it. But you have to know, though, that's the thing that, like— I, I as much as I you know follow most most everything Star Wars, I just didn't get that. And if I'm not getting it, I think a lot of people aren't. You know, I, they're just like, yeah, like who's this husky boy? Yeah. Well, I, I knew don't the think moment they were tr- trying to beat everyone over the head with it, like because it, it was something to where it would have taken away from the story if they would have fully like delved into it more. I'm like, it's one of those if you know, you know things. Yeah. Which, by the way, every. Freaking thing I see right now is the cameo everyone wasn't expecting in in Bad Batch. I'm like, Ugh. but this is. But I don't this think is there is such thing as a surprise cameo. Like a young Dengar could roll up, and I'd be like, Yeah, I assume this is going to happen. Or <laughs> at least you would have. At least you would have known who that was. For uh, LOM or something, or one of them. Like I can for see love of money. Like, yeah, he could be for the love of money at one point, and he he has to adapt the suit because he gets messed up by Smasher. But this is, okay, this is my problem, though, with, like, the Caleb Doom thing. It's, like, the moment, like, we're having, like, we see, like, the like, beginning of the battle, and we see, like, what, well, God, what's her name? Depa Billababa. I forget. I can't say her name's, like, Papa Papa Papa. Yeah. And I was, you, like, how the, why is that her name? I know. I've heard I mean, she's been around I, since the Phantom Menace. She has been around. I know. But I, they never said it out loud or think, like, Papa Papa Papa, get over here. Oh, uh, you've had one. But this is the thing, though, is that, like, no normie, kind of like what Chris was saying about the bunch of kids hearing George Lucas talk about like the Guardians of the Well. <laughs> I can watch that like, now. I'm sorry. I'm like, for... but just, like there's... just grab every soundboard clip you can, please. <laughs> but this is the thing, though, is that like no like normie is going to be watching that and be like, oh man, that's Caleb Doom. They're going to see it and just be like, oh, okay, it's a kid with a lightsaber. Moving on, it's only gonna be your like semi hardcore fans that could be like, Oh my god, that, that, that's gaining! Oh my god, like it's basically just stroking people who already know who it is, and that's why I hate what Star Wars does is when it's stroking the fans that already don't need to be stroked. Okay. Like that's that's what makes me just like irritated. They don't realize a lot of okay, times that wait. sometimes things completely out of blue and new things will stroke it without them even knowing it. That like we like you know we want, new but they, but they ha- yeah, I know. But like, that's the thing though. Like, the, but again, like it's that weird thing that like the reason why I hate May the Fourth is that like it's basically just social like engage like boost your social engagement day as a Star Wars like wannabe influencer. It's like it's there so those people hey. have basically something for that particular <laughs> news cycle. It's Look, like wear your Star Wars that, shirt at work. On that note, mind hey. your business. 
Mind your business, Mr. Joe. Mind your business. On that note, can we can you can we do the car next year? I know you like to do movies that failed because of Star Wars. Can we just do the car next year? Kenner made a board game of it. Here comes the car, but it was a failed license, and you you did the you did the Roy Roy Schneider movie. So you oh yeah, do- we did. <laughs> we did the Roy Schneider movie. Yes, we did. Singer, have you ever seen Sorcerer? No. All right, I don't feel bad for excluding you from that conversation. Nobody right? seen Sorcerer. No wait, 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 wait. Is, is that was the episode you just did? Yeah. I like Sorcerer. A... It's very good nice for you guys' Joe, did you ever see Sorcerer? No, I have not. Okay, we don't feel bad then. Okay. <laughs> I have to see what the engagement was for that episode, Chris. To well, see, wait, like, wait, negative a thousand. Wait, are, are you talking about the, the episode that just aired, the May the 4th episode? Yeah. Because my response to that was, I didn't record an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's when Zanger's like the last episode we recorded earlier in this discussion. I'm like, that's what you Yeah, think, I mean, I, mean I put the pinky to my mouth, like. To be fair, like how many of you would have watched Sorcerer like with 24 hours notice? Like I, I got fully on board with that nonsense. Yeah, pretty much everybody. Rob and, and Chris got like a text message like, like what, 4 p.m. like the day before. And it's like, yep, we're doing this. We're doing it. Ah, oh, sorcerer. Quality seventies nonsense. Yes, um, but yeah, though, like, like, I don't know, like, some, like, but it's weird that like they keep like over like that Kanan like Order sixty six thing. It's like just give us another Jedi like night like during Order sixty six. Like, just go pick one Jedi from like the Council. And well, just be like Zach. Well, they've these. Young dudes, though. I mean, that's what already... Cal Cal Calcium Calcium was too. Exactly. Okay. They've already showed Shakti's death three times. Like they just picked one of the <laughs> other episode so, one Jedi's. So two things, real quick. One, it is the same planet from the comic. Like yeah. that, for some reason, is still the same. I don't know why they decided to keep. They that. changed her oh. lightsaber color, though. But, but God dang also it! The, the only also thing the... Zach would know. Of course. Also the, but I mean, it's no coincidence that the Bad Batch conveniently walks away during the moment that was probably shown in the comics you know what i mean like they like it's that's clearly by design that they want to try and keep that comic canon in some way no it's 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 completely like undone by this really it's that it's that different even if you take out even if you assume we didn't get to see the moment before where they met the bad batch as reinforcements there is one thing that is the same in all three as of right now the last word she says to him is run. That is the same in the comic, the flashback, and in this episode. So that's the only thing that ties all together, and it's on the same planet. Um, the other thing is, Zach, would you have appreciated if if it showed the Padawan out in the woods and him being like, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my name now to to I'm not remembering I'm gonna change my name to Kanan Jars and go into hiding. And find a great oh, okay. friend who's really good at flying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would, would that have Listen, pleased you more? I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit that I've never. That I actually haven't finished watching Rebels, and I clearly. What? I clearly knew who that was. I'm in. I'm in season four, but I haven't finished it. But I clearly knew who that was. No oh, trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's kind of hard not well, to know. Apparently, who it apparently is. that's not that. All right, yeah, 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 now that you guys remarkable. are making me feel bad. Look, I watched the beginning on my phone. It was a long night, but I really needed to see it last. Okay, night. yeah, yeah, but okay. you know, but it would be like it'd be. It's like here's how ridiculous that scene is. It's like if uh, in uh, in in Obi Wan, 
the new Disney Plus show, there's like a, a nine-year-old Luke, but he's voiced by Mark Hamill. <laughs> that would oh, I would love that. Perfect. perfect, perfect. He has Last Jedi Luke's voice. Yeah. No, even better, he has the Joker's voice for no reason. <laughs> um, it was weird. <laughs> don't give them ideas, Zanger. Don't give them ideas. Um, I, I do want to say this. To defend you, Russ, I, I will come to your aid. Thank you. It took me a minute to realize who it was. Because I was sitting there and I'm like, Caleb, why does that name sound familiar? Why does that husky voice kid sound familiar? Hmm. hmm. And I saw the lights here. I'm like, oh, right, him. They did keep the hilt the same. Like it's same. It's the it same is. hilt from Rebels, which is neat. It is, and that and that that that's what finally made all the pieces fall into place for me. And I was like, "Oh right." I okay. One thing I did think was like funny and amusing is that like uh, Rambo is like telling him like, "Come down, kid. Like we have a snack for you." Like he puts out some granola for him, getting like the lure mad the tree, and Crosshair just starts to start shooting at him over yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> they start shooting at him over and over again. That's I what, love that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, so we have these, like, when that's what I'm saying. When the sort of breakdown of the command structure kind of takes me out of it, like, we have all these adult concepts, like, like uh, a guy shooting at a kid. Yeah, like I got you. The guy takes plenty of shots at this kid. Um, you have like uh the the army using live rounds to test their soldiers, which is like pretty dark. Like that, like that's always the Hulk that gets shot. By the way, right. Oh yeah, he got shot twice in this episode, right? And somehow yeah. it didn't really do much. But I guess the I guess they have real armor, not not actual armor. Again. Yeah, not two millimeters of white plastic like all the rest of the clones <laughs> have. But uh, but but you know what I'm saying though? Like the when 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 they so easily break that command structure, that kind of takes me out of it. But you have all these crazy things like just the just the concept of soldiers being tested. Uh, without warning using live rounds is like imagine just that's like something from starship troopers <laughs> like imagine yeah. imagine that like this is a kid's show and that like disney still doesn't think that blasters are guns like that's the crazy thing about don't this tell them it honestly it doesn't matter what it is if it's a person in a costume or a droid there's the same amount of death as long as the helmet's on it just looks like it could be a robot man we don't know i think it's for like Maybe it's for little children because they don't. There's not a lot. That's why so many droids are killed. But there's a scene talking about, hey, they tested us with live rounds without telling us. Do you know? Realize how messed up that is. (laughs) Like that's a scene in this. Like, like I don't know how kids can internalize ideas like that. Maybe they can, but it's like I, I don't know. That seems like a little bit complex, which I like. But then I love it. But, but that's but that's what the thing like like that's the weird part of this that like who at the Disney like Lucasfilm structure is making these decisions because like I don't know about you guys but like when the episode ends you look at the credits the first like at like the first three seconds of credits we see Cowboy Hat Man's name like a dozen times yes and I'm just like okay but like we haven't really seen him like do any like really go to bat for this show like there hasn't really been a face of this show like like every star wars project has like a face like obviously for force awakens it was like jj and kathleen kennedy for rogue one there really wasn't a face like a like, gareth edwards was already like buried underneath like the new like giants meadowland stadium and then like by the time like last jedi you get to like ryan johnson and then, like by Rise of Skywalker, nobody wanted any parts of that. They kind of like basically threw like JJ throw Daisy outside. Ridley out there, yeah. Exactly, like, like Adam Driver. Exactly, like Adam Driver didn't even think I did. The, I don't even think did the press tour for the Rise of Skywalker. 
Um, and hold on, but uh, Daisy Ridley's like, oh, yeah, for five minutes I was Obi-Wan's kid, like basically on the press tour. <laughs> that's, right. That's how disorganized it was. Um, but that's the thing, though, is that like who at Lucasfilm is making these decisions? Because even going back to the whole like gun blaster thing, we have Omega shooting a gun. We have a child shooting a gun. And I'm like, oh, like you guys blaster, would say. Blaster, there's a difference. Blaster and gun is it's different because okay. blaster is out of our world. But, of course, it's like Batman shooting guns. I don't know. But this is the thing, though. Like, if, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that like, they didn't have her doing it with the gun on stun. The blaster on stun. Because at least that is like, oh, it's just like a, it's like a stun gun. Like, it's okay. It's a taser, basically. And I'm just surprised. Like we have a child shooting a gun in the Star Wars property. Did. And, and she killed and she killed a couple of clones pretty dead eye. And uh maybe and the, she, doesn't, you know, she doesn't shoot any clones. She like shoots the gun out of Crosshair's hands. And then shoots the other gun out of his hand. Yeah, you know, she's not gonna actually take any lives till this second episode. Space <laughs> Annie Oakley. I don't know. <laughs> have we ever seen a child like murder somebody in a Star Wars film? Hold on, give me a second. So. Have we ever seen a child shoot like a gun before in a Star I was Wars thinking. Property? I was thinking about that. Oh, well, we saw Anakin do. blow up an entire uh, base with a blow. <laughs> yep, I mean, that's he's fair. firing. That's he's, fair. He's shooting that's all fair. those droids. He killed like he killed like easily a couple hundred Neimoidians. Yeah, he well, clearly. Oh, yeah, so, well, at least Neimoidians, of course. Yes, he murdered a lot of Neimoidians. <laughs> Everybody wonders why he like murders a bunch of sand. Like, he's so funny. Like when Padme's like he's going through his Yippee, little like, diatribe. He's, he's going through his little diatribe about the sand people, and he's like, I killed them. And not just the men, but the women and the children, too. And she's like, Andy, you killed literally like a couple hundred Neimoidians like 10 years ago. You know like, they had a nursery it. on that ship for Neimoidians. <laughs> You've been doing this for a long time. That's why Pouring we love out. you so much. You are, you are just a madman. You are the absolute madman that we need right now. Oh, my God. The nursery no, you... of Neimoidians on the droid control ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, you out for the hilarious, hilarious Neimoidian who has like a metal thing jammed in its eyes and mouth <laughs> who sounds hilarious. Yeah. Lots on. Oh. They went up a ventilation shaft. Okay. Beautiful. You, you do have the, um, the Padawan murdering clones. Oh, in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. true. Who, yeah. Jet, that, Jet Lucas, right? Yeah. yeah. I was, I thought it was a Lucas kid, but I could not remember. Lucas, so. the jet, whatever they call him in the actual film, but that's, that's Lucas's son, right? Yeah, he's chopping up. He's chopping up people. Quality Jimmy Smith scene. Like face to face murdering <laughs> no, people. Just... Not not this Anakin BS of blowing up a ship. Okay, going back to like cameos in this. How long do we make it in this until Vader comes after Omega? Um, uh, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna blow. Okay, and, how long? Wait, is, you can well, wait for the end credit scene. Oh god, oh god. But like, think about it. we haven't really se- we haven't really seen Vader do anything in canon. Like, I'm not counting the comic books, but like, we haven't really seen Vader do anything like worthwhile since like the end of Fallen Order. So and like, we're due. Like, are, are we gonna have to wait for the Obi Wan Kenobi series? To I see think. Vader? Hold on. This was a thought I was trying to get out earlier when you guys were talking about the Obi-Wan series and, and Vader's potential role and the fact that Darth Maul, uh, they might, that the fact that they might play out that Darth Maul Obi-Wan fight again. Now, hear me out. So, Darth Maul, Darth Maul is headed out to fight Obi-Wan. Vader knows how much he hates Obi-Wan. So, Vader goes there and it takes Vader and Obi-Wan teaming up to finally defeat. And it's a complete change in canon. And it's a. <laughs> They're, oh no! Yeah, they finally they do take him out, and then 
that's when they separate ways again, and that that's the uh, that's the Vader Obi Wan meetup and Darth Maul because they both would want to. I mean, Vader and the Emperor would be after Darth Maul in the Obi Wan show in that time if he's alive, right? Yeah. How many wolves are in this scene though? Does does Darth Vader know who Darth Maul is? Yeah, from Clone Wars. Anakin saw him in the Naboo hangar. He remembers him. And he was also in Clone Wars. They, 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 yeah, like, I, don't know. They, I can't remember their interactions, though. I don't, I, I don't think they interacted. Like, okay, remember, like, somebody he, had really... He was insulted that uh, that Ahsoka was sent instead of him. Yeah. yeah. Like, didn't they purposely avoid them interacting, or was that him and Obi-Wan uh, until... That's, that's him Anakin and... Anakin Grievous. Um, yeah. Oh right. Grievous. Okay. Yeah. That makes. But like. Sense. Okay. But but this is the thing. That's like somebody. For I think a it was dumb War- one line, to to keep one line in canon, but yet let's butcher everything else we possibly can. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Let's kill Shock T again. <laughs> <laughs> but they should have done like when Tarkin's like use live rounds. They should just like throw Shock T into the middle of that. Like, does anyone? Does anybody remember? <laughs> hey, why did she shoot? Like you guys remember that scene from Total Recall where like 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 Schwarzenegger's like going up the escalator and they like shoot like the bystander and he uses it like it's a human shield. Yeah. Uh, that's what like Wrecker essentially does. The shock he just picks her up and just <laughs> the poor shock she just cannot die. She becomes like give her around and her head's all down with her tall hand. Shock is a basically like the Kenny of Star Wars now. We're just gonna keep killing her over and over and over what? again, bringing her back. Oh my god. All right. What's that? Uh, what's that Jedi in Rebels where they like they think she's still alive, but they get there and it's like a mummified oh, corpse? Uh, Luminara. Okay, Shakti. I thought it was. I thought it was one. I thought it was Depa or Shakti. My bad. Not relevant to this. I. I it's story. funny you mentioned that for like darkness in Star Wars. I can remember like in the previews them like showing like Luminara and Dooley being like, "Oh God, there's another Jedi in the series." And then like they get there and like it's basically like a mummified corpse that the like the Grand Inquisitor used to lure them into a prison. And I'm like, man, that's like like that's dark. dark. Star Wars, Jesus. Yeah, I love that when Star Wars goes like kind of like Loki dark. Yeah, they're like, hey, if you didn't watch the first one, you got to see an aunt and uncle skeleton on fire. This is what you're in for with Star Wars. We just have to remind you every once in a while. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, but like, okay, somebody brought up the fact that like, in, I think it was Star Wars Explained that was like. They had like the digital animation files of like Depa, Bilaba, and like. Caleb Doom from the Clone Wars. If you remember, like in season seven, like there's a bunch of Jedi in front of like like a map, and you see like the holograms of them. And if you remember from also season seven, they also have like the digital model of Dry- Dryden Boss. So like, and if you remember, like the thing of like the solo movies was going to be that like like Maul was going to be the villain of like that like solo trilogy because it was going to be about like the under like the like the grimy like underground nature of star wars yeah, black who's sun, you, right? who's to say that Gabba. maul do, who's to say that maul doesn't become like part of this thing whether considering that like bad batch kenobi and calrissian endor are all like taking place like in this space of time who's and to book say that Fett, like, book of fett well, that'd well that, be later. that's later but like if you like but, who's to say that, but who's to say that maul's not going to be like part of this because if you look also to like where Maul was, like when we get reintroduced to him in Rebels, he's on what Malachor because he's been like exiled there. 
and like we don't like like we don't know because he also there was also that thing from I know I'm jumping around a lot so bear with me but like what was that Chris you probably remember it the Infinities thing where you have Vader and Darth Maul fight each other yeah basically it was uh, Palpatine had Darth Maul cloned to uh, basically be Vader's sparring partner because so he could eat popcorn and watch it happen. <laughs> Who's to say we don't get that again? Like, think of how much like like internet attention that would get. Ray Park, like once again, is Darth Maul fighting Hayden Christensen, Darth Vader, in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. You know that's that. I think it's going to happen. That brings up a great question, which and I know we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but I just want to introduce the idea. (laughs) I know we're it's going to get shut down immediately, but it's like how is. Gina Carano canceled and Ray Park is not. And also is Ray Park canceled, but they just didn't announce it. That was some of the dark times of this show when we did some rogue episodes without Zach. Where that was the, the, that short time that during quarantine when, when when Ray Park got briefly canceled or maybe canceled and all that weird darkness that was going on with that th- and his wife. I think it's, it's an open question. Stuff. It I is. Because we have it. Is he canceled? We don't know. Actually, I did Ray Park ever post anything on Instagram? I got oh, some answers. I think his wife and daughter did a lot, right? Wasn't that the story? Okay, but like, but like, okay, so we don't need we don't need to explicitly go down this rabbit hole. But basically, what Ray Park did is theoretically a criminal offense versus what Gino Carano did. Gino Carano did. So like, I'm just I can't imagine how he's not canceled, but she is. But anyways. <laughs> Never, never mind that. I just, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be impressed if we see uh, Ray Park as Darth Maul again. Okay, they'll, they'll get Pierce Serafinowicz. They I, already have the voice, and it's an animated series. Like he did, he he didn't even voice the character in in the animated right, series, correct? Right, but but they brought him back for Clone Wars season seven to do motion capture, and they liked like uh, uh, and I mean, if you watch it, you can really tell that that was an actual fight because it doesn't get like super crazy with like jumping and all that stuff. Like you you can you can kind of tell like it feels like the episode one uh, duel at the end. Right. But so, but I mean, of course they do it just so they can talk about the fact that they brought Ray Park back, but they were proud of it. I'll be surprised if they go near him after that thing, just because people will dig that up immediately. If they do. I don't know. I feel like Disney just pulled him in discussion ever. They pulled Ray Park in for one afternoon and like, hey, why don't you do all of your moves? And they captured everything. And they're like, all right, all right, you can go back on Twitter now. And they're like, all right, we, that's all we really need. We got everything this guy is capable of. So we can, we've got the voice, you know, and they start like Mickey's, you know, getting his hands together. Oh, he's getting very excited because he's not going to pay well, him. Ray, Ray Park feeds it because he does weird stuff. Like he posts behind the scenes photos from Solo like <laughs> two, two, three years after the fact. And like dummies think like, oh, is he doing something? It's like, that's clearly behind the scenes photos from Solo, guys. Like he wants you, maybe he wants you to think he's filming something, but that's Solo. So Whoa, he's with Warwick Davis. It's like, yeah, he was in Solo. He's in everything. So looking this up, according to Wikipedia, there is there a canceled bastion of knowledge. The bastion of knowledge. Shakti is officially killed by Skywalker slash Darth Vader, um, according in in accordance with Yoda's vision. Like apparently she dies. We've gone through this. No, I just I wanted to see what according to topic will never end. It's great. (laughs) 
Like, how how dead is she? Who allegedly killed her? I want to know where we're at right now. So in a few weeks, when I look it up again, it will be something different. Maybe that is the last thing. Cloning shock teased the whole time. Screenshot exactly. that. Screenshot that page. I need to. So you have evidence. <laughs> she is the most dead character ever. Oh, my God. Poor shock Even teased. more so than all the clones that have been killed. Oh my god. All right. Is there anything else we want to say about that? Like Joe, do you have any other thoughts on this? Well, do they continue to wear the armor? What? What? The armor they have on. Are they gonna keep like looking like stormtroopers or are they gonna get new armor? Cool armor, different armor. They're gonna repaint the same armor. I'm going with that one. It's gonna be uh like a a gold and a blue. Wait, did you see something, or is this just a random guess? Because I appreciate it's just a random guess. I'm just feeding into it, man. That's okay. Good. Well, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. So, so here's a crazy, here's a crazy notion. So, do you think that the whole, this whole idea of this whole, like it was legends before it's canon now, this whole idea of the empire eventually phasing out clones, is this because George Lucas? Uh, in like in the early 2000s, totally arbitrarily decided while they were filming, they were they were redubbing Boba Fett with uh, Tamira Morrison. They decided, well, we better not redub all the stormtroopers with Tamira Morrison because like the nerds will get really annoyed by that. But that's what I'd like to do, Lucas said. But I will draw the line somewhere. So like the reason clones eventually get faded out in canon is just because Lucas drew the line at not redubbing all the stormtroopers. I don't know about that. I think the stormtroopers were so inept. It was hard to believe that the clones of them were actually the same people. Cause they, they are very, you know, notoriously bad aims and all the clones right. are nothing like the stormtroopers. I, I think it was intentional. I think, you know, I think that's why the debate comes up in episode seven, whether to use clones or actual troopers that that comes up then because yeah, the, we you know that OT OT era troopers are different, and sequel trilogy uh, troopers are different, and Clone War troopers uh, era troopers or clone troopers. Which means I, in the bad, you're going to see something happen in this show, which is which is probably going to go to Chris's point, where you're going to see something happen at the clone facility. That's why they don't use the clone troopers anymore. Also, yeah, I, I think Lama. I feel like Lama Sue is gonna die. Like that's why I got kind of choked up thinking she was something, actually on that. Something's gonna happen. Like they're gonna come in and seize all of their equipment. So this way, this way, it, it, it checks the box of how did how did Palpatine get the equipment to clone himself? Well, there you go. We only clone Took old it. people now. We're not cloning more troopers. This is all Emperor cloning facilities. Yeah. yeah. Well, he took it and he went to went to the Sith planet. And then they oh like. Oh my god. They're after like, all, after all, you Palpy will sink it into the ocean because it's an ocean planet and it all sinks. And it's like, oh, no. After all, the first the, the first the oh, first the first no. the first million clones were so inexpensive that the Republic didn't even know they were being made. So, like, you know, they have to they have to balance the books clearly because it's extremely cost prohibitive to make clones. Like, also we thought the this. first 200,000 were kind of cheap. We didn't realize the bill that was coming with the million well on the way. Like, whew, really, like, I think Tarkin is just looking at the bottom line of the Empire. It's like, look, we cannot. These guys die in, like, nine years. Like, we Damn can't do anything about them. Yeah. You're going to find out Sido-Dias. that the tech trooper, the tech troop tech in, in the show is going to find a way of, of overriding the inhibitor chip so they have free will. 
that's another thing that they're going to stop the clone troopers. And once they have, don't have that inhibitor chip, that's why they stop using them. I just want to throw this out I'm there so... real quick. Yeah, I, I actually like I like that idea a lot. I didn't think about that at all, that tech might have a gr- then That nerd trooper has a greater purpose in all this, that he will ascend. That, He's that's not just a thing. nerd. That's a great concept that tech could somehow take over the other uh, the other troops and and get them to turn. Yeah, I mean it's not going to end up. I mean, how many clones are left? Is there is this another Clone Wars we're going to see within? A, are we going to see the starting to see the like in inscription of different you know normal troops that aren't clones? Is that what this is all that's, about? That's what it, that's what I'm thinking it's going to be about because there has to be a way of them doing it. They, you you sit there and you look at it. They churned out millions millions of these troopers so what's the only way that they're of white men we need as many as we can get no aliens can be in here no ladies well empire that's nope you're right you're right empire did have some ladies later yeah because um in some of the books it's mentioned that there are female stormtroopers in the battlefront two whole only only in canon only in loony canon no it's pretty solid canon now that i mean the throne books feature a few female stormtroopers floating around what Those are like books. super canon. So the only ones I read. Thrawn that, is a gender gonna... fluid character. Sorry, can go sorry. He wants. Those books and of course the amazing series embarked by John Justice. Man, here we go again. It's plug time. How much do you get each time this <laughs> How much does he pay me? He pays does, me. In does he even have a new book right now? Like, what are you doing? Um, the, He's I, trying I, to eat me. Well, <laughs> I talked about the top of the show, the, the Rocket Queen. No, that's like, song that's like very uh, not PC anymore. What's going on with just John Justice guy? We gotta look look into him. <laughs> I want to know that. Good job. You're gonna see that a lot of these characters in the in this Bad Batch is gonna be a lot of hole fillers that a lot of people have. Like, well, why did they stop using clone troopers? They're going to give you a reason why they stopped using clone troopers. That's you know, what I'm it, saying. Is it all because Lucas didn't redub those scenes? <laughs> like, why do we care that they like? Sure, they're worse at aiming and all that. But like, that could be also explained by the fact that they're biologically 70 years old by that point. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's pretty garbage. Like Tarkin definitely after all the hard work that Palpatine did, it looks like Tarkin is just going for a very budget empire. Where he's like, yeah. all right. We've got all these resources built in this Death Star thing. We cannot yeah. afford to be cloning people. Let's just get guys and we'll we'll put them in we'll put them in painted cardboard. It'll be painted very shiny. We'll give That's them the, the practice blasters we found on Camino and like, we'll just start to scare people. Like I'm not okay. saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad that that's the reason. I'm just saying it's funny that the new the the newest and most currently, I mean, like you said, there's no person who's like the face of this show, Zach. But like, it's you know, it's the new hotness with Star Wars, and it's a cast. Uh, the main characters are something Lucas came up with while he was like crazy and 70 years old, and uh, it's about the fact that Lucas decided not to redub all the stormtroopers in, in the OT with uh, Tamira Morrison. That's the key plot point. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think this. I think there's gotta be something to this because. Like event, I think about it. you don't see a lot of clone troopers. Like I disagree with you, Chris. I don't think they're like seventy years old. I think the accelerate accelerated growth is just to get them to like like twenty years old. Because if you remember what Lama Sue says from Attack of the Clones, he's like, he's like, like where Obi Wan has some question. He's like, of course. Otherwise, it would take like a generation. 
to like get a mature clone. Okay, I think it's just to get them. That, to, I think they're like I think they're biologically ten years old. The only have, reason, like, the only reason that you're right, but the only reason that's a thing in canon is so they don't have to like have a scene where like Rex dies at like the the physical age of seven of eighty while he's actually thirty five. Like it's just it's another thing where the the story is. It, like they're it's they're messing with the story f- because of popular characters it's like how ahsoka should be dead but isn't it's like oh narratively speaking it makes more much more sense that vader would have killed ahsoka in in the end of season two of rebels that it, everyone knows that's what should have happened and they they read the way they get around it is because it kind of did happen but kind of didn't and you know it's just like we don't want rex to be totally dysfunctional so that the extra that kind of looks like him in Return of the Jedi Return of the Jedi yes we need him for our Return of the Jedi figures even though he'd be like clearly geriatric and dysfunctional by that point not really I'm throwing this out accelerated growth I find you know amongst all these fantastical ideas I find the idea of accelerated growth that slows down at a specific point highly implausible I don't I don't we could have gotten the great quote all these Ewoks are dead and we're like, oh, no, please, no. <laughs> but I do think at some point you will have some sort of, like, clone rebellion. Cause you, like, they're going to do a way, like, that's going to be a big thing. Like, basically, all these clones are going to be wiped off the face of the Earth. There's too many of them floating around. It's going to be Order 67. Exactly. Or maybe there's a couple orders in between that can make it cool and do Order 69 and get rid of the clones. Haven't, haven't they had... Haven't they had um in Zach and Zach and maybe like I, I I fully admit as ridiculous as this probably seems to most of the listeners, Zinger probably has a better handle on the canon uh, literary material than I do, and I fully admit that and concede to his opinion. But like, hasn't there been canon clones like in the Galactic Civil War? Like that. Like maybe I'm thinking like is this Legends? There's like a Royal Guard maybe Invader Down. That's a clone. Is that a thing? Like they haven't got rid of all of them by that point. I don't think they get rid of all of them. I think it's just like I think in Master they they get eliminated. Because I think in that what what Zenger isn't it in Lords of the Sith like one of the Emperor's Guards is like a former clone. I think so. But most of the Emperor's Guard dies during that, so it's like it doesn't even matter. But that's but I think that's the point though. Is I think for like like a handful of like really, really attuned clones like like linger around, but like pretty much like the rank and file just like goes out the window. Yeah, they just sort of die off as time goes on. I mean they're not I don't think like, they die off. I think they I bet thing. No, I, I meant die off by just getting killed on missions, stuff like that. Like I don't die think off so. I think I think Vader, I think there's like almost like an extermination of them. Oh no there's wait, Vader. No, you're correct. Vader actually, the five hundred first is mainly clones for a long time. Yeah. Um. Also, um. I think Russ did bring up a good point. I've been trying to say this for a while. Russ brought up a good point earlier about tech nerd. Um. Leonor. I mean, sorry, Donatello. Um. Doing something to the clones because it establishes it with him overriding the droids. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a precedent set of showing. Oh, you override the droids. So then later on, he's like, oh, well, overriding the control chips could just be as simple as doing this. <laughs> and that's why I could see that what happening, though, is that like they orchestrate like a clone rebellion against the emperor and the empire. And that's how they get wiped out. gets blighted off of the face of this planet. I mean, off the face of the galaxy. Orbital bombardment. Yeah. 
it would be so easy too because all they are is these little floating technical stations it seems like then they're just like yeah we know where they all are it's not like a you know there's not a lot of place to hide unless you ride those fish around but you know when 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 you have this idea that's explicitly stated in episode two that the clones have accelerated growth don't you on some level think that that's lucas realizing that he's not that it's he's not going to do any more movies after episode three and he like he's building in a reason why there's not clones anymore by episode three like isn't it a reason that they're all dead if they have i got i got i got got two words for you chris when it comes to a master planning and attack of the clones (laughs) and i think zenger knows exactly where i'm going with this sifo ds okay but but okay but what's the what's the fundamental difference between sifo ds being hatching his plot 10 years secretly or 20 years secretly like who cares right if it was 20 years you don't need clones with accelerated growth it's equally hard to hide your galactic scale clone army producing plan for 20 years as it is for 10 it's totally implausible both ways. Uh, i don't know okay, I, guess you're right. something. I got what, something i got something i got something according to the internet thank you google once again how do clones age in Star Wars? So it takes them about 10 years to reach their peak physical form. Mm-hmm. Then they are on, then for only five years are they in active combat during their physical peak. Then less than five years later, they are effectively 40 years old. By Love assuming it. this... Uh, no, no, that's the other thing. They set this up because when we meet up with the clones and rebels, they're, they're old men. Yeah. They're old. They're not that old. They're gray-haired old men. Clearly, I not. They're a bunch of bears hanging out on a tank at this but point. Think of, they no, are but look think like but, they're in their fifties or so. But that's the thing, though, is that like they're basically okay. Look at it this way: by the events of Attack of the Clones, they are at least twenty years old. Then by when we like meet up with them in Rebels, it's like eighteen years later. So th- you say they're what biologically thirty-eight? They've also been living on like a sun planet, like on a giant Ooh, ATTE, yeah. and you're they've say, also hey, been like they've also on. been in a war. Stop everything! If you're saying uh, Rebels Rex is biologically thirty-eight, clearly I'm right, and the growth does not slow down because he it has he sur- then has he survived all the way to Jedi then? Well, it's been it's He's been old. clearly established since Legends that the human life expectancy is closer to 150 in Star Wars than 100 or whatever. Like, you know, within 75 or 80, how grim that it is in real yeah. life. You know, they live they they live longer. They have better medical technology. You know, the stupid medical droid that we saw in this first episode of The Bad Batch. Oopa. They really Oopa. get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, but if if Rex is supposed to be thirty eight in in Rebels, like yeah, they their age doesn't like recalibrate. Well, he's but maybe he's like forty two because I forgot the three years between Attack of the Clones and uh, Seth. So like he's in his early forties. It's not a game changer. Age is just a number. But he's also had a lot. He's also had a lot of stress. He fought in the war for how many years? He's been fishing for like ten years. Okay, that doesn't age like take the crows, like the crow, what the crow's feet away. The PTSD is in his eyes, yes, exactly. Thank you, Rush. Think about imagine if you were a genetic like cloning farm and you're like, you know what, we're gonna clone you an army for how many like trillions of credits, but you'll make you a five year lifespan out of them and you gotta retire them. What if your war has to last longer than five years? It's a budget calculation, it's also better to actually get them active faster. You know, it's 
it's it's listen it's also too much to ask for the average star wars fan like look how much we're getting hung up on it you can't you can't yes, explain that's to the someone, point it's a trap you can't explain to someone that the aging eventually slows down again i think i'm gonna go ahead and like attribute attribute it to lucas because like obviously lucas is a genius and he never did anything by accident or arbitrarily that like he just wanted a reason that the clones were all gone eventually because they had accelerated aging clearly it's all pre-planned he's a complete genius 10 out of 10 stars exactly Exactly. he knew baby yoda was coming into the pike and it was just it it takes a lot of setup to get to this situation where you have the mandalorian okay at what point do we have okay how far into season right mission where bat where bad batch has to save uh uh, grogu from the i'm sorry big whiskey from the uh jedi temple oh my god you are right you're right i don't think so I don't know, man. They're already they've already crammed one kid into this show. You think you're not gonna cram <laughs> Listen, kid into the show. By the end of this episode, by Grogu's already has already been whisked away by the end of this episode because where we are in chronologically, these are the scenes we're at the point where you see Obi-Wan and Yoda walking through the Jedi Temple filled with corpses. Like it's it had to have happened before this. Well, I thought by this point, Luke and Leia would have been born. I mean, well to on to this be. This is during episode three. Yes, I know. But, but I'm just saying, like... A lot happened since Order 66 happened yeah. on that planet as far as this the, this episode went. But it's right. so hard to gauge time in Star Wars. Like, how long was episode three? Well, luckily, they give you Palpatine's wonderful speech that you could just listen to on He's loop. and. Here. Uh, yeah, and obtain uh, Nirvana by listening to it on loop. But um, what and that really it really bothered me that they sort of zoned out and had their own conversation during like the best speech of all time. That was sort of rude. That but, was uh, rude. I, I was like, I could just listen. Are we just gonna watch Revenge of the Sith now? And he's like, they start talking to me like, hey, 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 that's your new emperor. On that on, on the subject of that that scene, like so, like 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 I said, like I for whatever reason, my girlfriend doesn't really like Star Wars. Hilarious, but uh, but but for whatever reason, she got sort of glued to it when I put this on, and when that part came up, she was like, like the classic thing where it's like, wait, where does this take place in the timeline? Like I have a friend who's like. I swear he's seen like all six actual Star Wars movies. And like when he got to the end of Mandalorian season two and saw Luke, he's like, wait, where does this take place in the timeline? <laughs> so it's like, how did you put yourself through that viewing experience and not think about that till now? But anyways, so, so I was like, because of the, the horrible, horrible convenience of Disney plus, I quickly switched over to revenge of the Sith for five minutes and showed, um, the order 66 sequence to her. And she's like, Oh yeah, I remember watching this and not caring about it at the time. Great. Yeah. And, um, and, and no care now either, but thanks <laughs> yeah. you for wasting more of my time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but you know, what stood out to me playing that back and like, this is kind of a, a, a segue, but like also like, so uh, like you feel like you know these movies back and forth, but like there's at the start of the order 66 sequence, Palpatine, like, personally phones up commander cody and and mentions him by name commander cody the time has come execute order 66 and like that after all we've seen in clone wars and like and with this the bad batch like palpatine knowing commander cody and mentioning him by name was the weirdest thing to me (laughs) like i can't imagine palpatine knew who commander cody was like that seemed like the strangest 
thing I've ever like it's it seems so alien because like these these series build build up the scope of these armies to such an extent and they show the Jedi's like at the forefront of all the military decisions that it seemed like the weirdest thing when I played that back like in juxtaposition to this episode. Actually, with that being said, I have one thing. Um, The reason why he would do that is because Obi-Wan was a high value target. He wanted Obi-Wan gone. Honestly, I think it's more of George Lucas cannot help himself in his love of 50s rock and roll and the band Commander Cody and the whatever they're called is a 50s like almost like doo-wop rock and roll band that he named Commander Cody after. Of course, think back to uh, what's his freaking 50s movie again? Why Why is the name eluding me? American, American, Graffiti. American Graffiti. Sure, he used Commander Cody, I'm sure, is on that soundtrack. But that's, he had to say he had good. to put that name out there. He's like, oh, I finally have an army. Commander Cody! Because he that's an old 50s rock and roll reference. And that's All right. that's kind of where that comes from. Totally accept it, but that's also the character's name. So his reference was already achieved. It's weird if you watch it back with all the, the context they've laid out since. That's all I was uh-huh. trying to say. Because if you gotcha. look at it, if you look at it, the the trooper that was with Yoda, there was a, he was on there for a lot longer than execute order sixty six. Yeah, no one says Commander Gree, right? Out loud, <laughs> no one would dare. Because that's the thing is he had that that the hologram came up, and then it was a couple seconds, actually more than a couple seconds, because all the other ones, it, it's almost like all the other ones he just did a, a mass. <laughs> Forward That's what I'm saying. It was a dedicated one, but just he DM'd, your name. He DM'd Commander Cody and the other guys, like the one who killed Plo Koon in the Starfighter. He didn't even get, he didn't get his name at all because it shows the whole message like of Palpatine popping up. First of all, it's very dangerous to fly a Starfighter and have hologram <laughs> projections coming up in front of your face of Palpatine telling you uh, what you should end do. of the bad patch before we started this. I honestly, I put my phone right above like the, the, the dash and watched the rest of it on the way to get home from <laughs> <laughs> Life okay, imitates art. I got something. I, I got it. something. Deep research into Wikipedia. Has disco- I've discovered some stuff. In 14 BBY, Sergeant Crest was a clone trooper who still served the Empire through Lord Vader. Lord Vader stated that the clone's aging may have been too fast for him to remain in active duty. So they do have accelerated aging. However, Vader ultimately promoted him to the rank lieutenant. By 4 BBY, most clones had been decommissioned or were relegated as obsolete. Cody, please take care of your hip this mission. I cannot <laughs> afford to lose you. <laughs> so there's your answer. They do have accelerated aging, which is why all of the clones that we see in Rebels look like they are in their 50s. Obviously. Obviously. I'm glad that bunch I of rags. Bunch of rags. We don't have to worry about that. Our- our Bad Batch heroes, are they're going to be here for years, guys. They are not because they're augmented. They're not they're normal. They're fine. Well, they had accelerated too, but somehow Wrecker will figure it out. And so will Chobot and the rest of the gang. Oh, one thing I want to talk about uh, Chobot is that, like, have you guys looked at, like, he has, like, the Lobot thing around his head. Yeah. Yeah, you look at his helmet. His helmet has a hole cut out for that. Which is, which... <laughs> How does his helmet work? Yeah, shoot me right here where I need this brain computer. That's, that's But that's what I mean, though. But, like, how does he put a helmet on then? Like, you look at it, like, the helmet actually has that part cut out. But, like, how does he get it, like, over his head? Like, like, completely. Like, Can you imagine Clobot. if you had 
Clobot, oh, we have found you a good helmet. It will fit over. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I look really stupid. My head looks huge now. Just just cover the parts that aren't, you know, that. That's so amazing. It's like it's like if you it's like that alien in the cantina who's like full brain is exposed, but he gets a helmet that only covers his eyes. It's like brilliant. <laughs> super safe. It's comfortable, okay? Crazy. All right. Anything else you have to say about the Wild Bunch directed by Sam Peckinpah? No, I think we're good. I think this was a fun, and this is, there's 16 episodes of this, and I know the next granted, episode like Friday. Friday. Yeah. Well, technically in two days for us, for you the listener tomorrow, and for me the person hey, who's hey, listening. Who to said this, this episode's going? Yeah, out I was about tomorrow. to say. You better stay evergreen. This could come out next month for all you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we are. Hey, we are recording this though on Revenge of the Fifth, right, guys? Revenge of go. the Fifth. <laughs> that joke, I honestly, me saying that, there's a first, I didn't even see it this year. I think that joke died like maybe last year or the year before. So no, it was around. It's around. Uh, I was about to say R I P uh, R O T S. And don't, don't forget revenge. I mean, um, the Shakti dies on the seventh. <laughs> oh my god, that's my All favorite right. one now. <laughs> All right, oh that's the new holiday. <laughs> the shock of the seventh. The shock. <laughs> Shock teeth of the seventh. Shock teeth. Oh, shock teeth. That's the seventeenth. The shock teeth. Okay. Okay. Shock teeth. All right. Okay. So concludes. The show is going to come out May seventeenth. Shock teeth. (laughs) Oh my god. So concludes this episode of Knights of Vader. Check out the Facebook group. Type Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and you will find us there waiting for you. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, you can find me on Instagram or just you can find Zanger or Russ or anybody else in the Facebook group. Uh, if you want also hear what sort of nonsense. What? I post yes. the memes. Indeed you do, sir. Uh, if you want to hear more of me and Rob, check us out on the Cinemodies podcast, where this Monday, I believe, we'll be talking about... I don't even know anymore. We talked about the mummy, mummy returns. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. Actually, I got a bone to pick with you on on your other show. Oh, my how did you talk show? for three hours about Freddy Got Fingered? That's Christy. a great movie. I love, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm Thank scared. you, Russ. Russ, do you want to explain own, Freddy I Got own Fingered? Inside and outside the box, the rare DVD set of all his original stuff from the the Canada Public Access stuff. So yeah, I'm a big Tom Green booster. Sad what's happened to him over the last few years, and I will admit I haven't listened to Cinematis, but now I'm going to right after we're done. <laughs> Good, but yes, Freddy Got Fingered is an absurdist masterpiece. I'm that not is. saying it's not, but three hours worth of conversation, woof. Oh, it's delightful, right, Chris? It's delightful. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I mean, I mean, I've I've been a longtime supporter. Like, if you anyone who follows the Knights of Vader Facebook group will have seen uh, a a picture of my of my lingering VHS collection, which of course I would never watch, but somehow I can't get rid of them. And Freddie Got Fingered is prominently displayed in that pile of VHSs. Excellent, as it should be. As it should be. Uh, all right. Gentlemen, we'll go around the room. Joe, where can people find you when you're not uh, on this podcast? On this podcast, yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, I'm not anywhere to be found. I'm actually in a bunker located in some place in South Dakota. 
Mm, I want to say all the people who have been looking for Joe, stop. Just, exactly. just listen. Just stop. Please leave me. I am. That is a sir, That is a uh, false name. And <laughs> you cannot locate me by any means. Mm. In my Faraday cage. <laughs> all righty, Chris. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, the Chris Porteous on Instagram, and also you can find me in the Knights of Vader Facebook group. And I wanted to add on. Uh, we're going to do something a, a, a little unusual on this episode. I want to I want to give away a Black Series figure to our wonderful listeners, and I want to do that by encouraging them to join the Knights of Vader Facebook group. So search it on Facebook. Find the Knights of Vader Facebook group. And if you get in there, you'll see a post for this giveaway. And we're going to give away a Black Series figure from the Bad Batch that's called the Elite Squad Trooper. And I think these are the jerks that are going to hunt down the Bad Batch. And um, it's really, it's just basically, it's a a Phase 2 clone that's like charcoal gray and black. And um, basically, all you got to do is you find that post in the Facebook group, comment anything on it, and we'll pick someone randomly from the people who commented on that. And we'll pick the winner on the 14th of May, which I think the third episode comes out that day. But uh, we'll we'll remind people to enter on the the next um, episode recap. But uh, we'll we'll do that. Just we're just mixing it up. We'll try something fun. I like that, Chris. I like that, Chris. I'm going to share that on my show, too, and I'll put that there on the social medias and stuff like that. That's that's pretty right. killer. Yeah, that's a, that's a good incentive, man. A cool Black Series figure. Good good on you. I'll, I'll, I'll help with that. I will help with that as well on my show, Zingness. Does it mean Zing Wars? No, it, it, it's, it's twice a month, so it's not. I don't want to talk about it this time, but you mentioned he it. He got so. his plug. Hold on. That was his plug. He said the name of his show. He's talked about John Justice like five or six different times. <laughs> I, got, I still got to <laughs> promote myself. So I check out at um, Unbelievers Podcast every week. <laughs> comedy show, uh, great stuff. This week we talked about Bigfoot Hunter Tom Biscardi and all the BS he is up to. Oh, Unbelievers so Podcast Patreon. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, why don't you get us out of here, Zach? Because I've got that old clip revved up, red, right and ready. All right. Good night, but not goodbye. And as always, remember Alderaan, down with the Empire. Thank you, Luke. Oh, booyah. Get out of here. 